0: Mix with on the beat. I am
1: somebody. I am
0: somebody. Let me see what you
2: can do. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to E-Society Podcast. Hey, hey, what's up?
3: It's the Azizu back again, E-Society Podcast. We talk TV, movies, comics, collecting, sports, and everything entertainment. And this is episode 279. Today we'll be talking about TV, including Poker Face, The Traitors, The Circle, Physical 100, The Pez Bandit, and The Last of Us. Movies including You People and The Nez's Oscar Watch. And as always, The Week in Sports, The we in Funko and Collecting, Weekly Star Wars Moment, and our Weekly Random Movie and Song Recommendations. But before
0: I go any further, it's the Nez! Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Getting closer to 300. So, um, let's uh, get Egg this plate. going. Uh, like you heard, zishu has got nothing but TV, but I do have some TV. I just... Finished watching it. This is some old TV. I believe this came out in 2000. Geez, 23 years ago. Um, oh no, I, I think that's when it started. <laughs> this was uh, season 18 of uh, Survivor. Uh, the only reason is this is that when this one started. I don't. I don't know what year this well, one is. 2000s
3: when it 2000s when it started. Uh, but they did around two episodes. They do about two episodes or two seasons a year. So if it was season 18, that's around 2009.
0: Yep, exactly. I just found it. 2009 is when it started. So yeah, they do two seasons a year. So. And went 15 uh, episodes. I think I am only. Oops, I guess I shouldn't have looked at this because I'm ruining it for myself now. Uh, but uh, five people are uh, eliminated. So, 39 days in the Brazilian Highlands of Tucantins, t- t- I don't know how to pronounce that, but Yucatan. T o c a n t i n s. Is that it? Is that how you pronounce it? No, <laughs> I don't know, whatever that is, uh, whatever that is, that's where they're at. The yeah. Brazilian Highlands, <laughs> that's it's where they're interesting at. interesting because
3: they used to go all over the place. They used to do Africa. They used to do South America. They do all over the place. They did China one season. Uh, these past few years, though, especially since the whole virus thing, they have really just locked in on uh, uh, Fiji Islands. For many years now, that's where Survivor is based and they don't go to South America, Africa, China, anything like they did in the uh, early seasons of the show. So, yeah, they're locked in on Fiji uh, in the in the in now in current times.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so I believe uh, trying to look at who the cast is with this one. Uh, tyson
3: tyson's a big one and he's just known in the reality world i messaged you that uh i'm pretty sure that was his first season of reality tv but since then he's done all kinds of sorts of things he was just on uh, the most recent season the only season of the challenge usa so and he actually he he did quite well there he uh, wasn't able to finish but uh he was still quite a dominant force all
0: these years later. <laughs> all right. Uh, Steven, I'm not reading the last name. Steven, Tamara, Deborah, Tyson, Joe, Spencer, Jerry, Carolina, James, Aaron, Benjamin, Sierra, who's my favorite, uh, Brendan, Sydney, Sandy, and Candice.
1: Was it Steven Fishbat?
0: Is this the
1: fish bat season
0: uh, yes,
3: oh fish bat which and, one is he? Um, the the one girl she was in uh, s w v
0: which girl? there's a few girls on here
3: the African- American woman who's aligned with fish bat Tamara yeah, she's she was in s w v.
0: I like her, but there seems like they're starting to turn on her. For those of you that do watch Survivor, you're probably like, why are you talking about this now? The only reason I'm <laughs> talking about this is because of uh, Benjamin Wade, a.k.a. the coach. Um, he is my, if you guys don't know by now, you should have. Um, he is my son's music teacher at Lassen High School in uh, Susanville, California. And I just met him, I think, last week. Uh, my son's in the high school band, and they had him playing some guitar during the basketball game along with the whole um, uh, high school band. So they were playing a little one-cuts uh, really quick in the middle of, uh, in middle of plays, and then they played at halftime. Uh, my son played the national anthem in the beginning of the game. He was a little nervous. He kind of messed up a little, but, hey, that's all right. It was the first time that he ever, like, played guitar in front of a huge crowd instead of just us at home. Um, but I think once he uh, got warmed up, I put those videos on uh, Instagram as well as uh, Facebook and everything. So if you guys have seen it right on, thanks. Um, so I was like, okay, I I met him. I didn't watch any of this before I met him. So I had no idea who this guy was. And uh, my wife knew who he was. And of course, Eric knows. And Eric's always saying... He always tries to bring up survivor but all of us kind of like just like uh, okay i mean they yeah, don't know they know the sh- they know the show <laughs> but they don't they don't i don't think any of them watched it uh, Well, yeah that was it. a
3: while ago too yeah he, so he did come back uh for another season too uh, he did this season and, uh, and a second season too
0: so but i, I just talked to him briefly and I, I said right on thank you for what what you're doing for all the the kids In the music department. And he seemed really cool. Uh, He looks exactly the same. uh, Other than his hair is gray. He's got the long hair that he pulls back. uh, Kind of in a ponytail. But still lets some of it hang down. Um, Looks like he's in excellent shape. How he was dressed on the show. All nice and spiffy. Is how he looks (laughs) in person. Minus probably not being stinky and sweaty and hot. And Mm -hmm. all that. So I started watching this. uh, We're only uh, five episodes in. I'm only watching this season. I might watch the other one, the hero and villains or whatever that he's on. I don't know. We'll see. But um, You know what he is, right? <laughs> I assume he's a villain because everyone hates him and he's controlling. Yeah. He's a villain. Um, <laughs> Eric is like, I don't know, you know. He's not like that at school. So, all right, cool. But um, I always say this when it comes to these things, how everyone's trying to form alliances and then they get all mad and butter at each other. It is a game. You play to win. You do what you have to do to win. If you got to be a cutthroat and make all these alliances where you're lying, there's only one winner in these shows. You can't Uh, help,
3: but you're human, though. You can't help but bring emotion into it. I
0: would say. you got to go in there with with no emotion. So any of you that are listening to this that are going to do one of these shows, go in there with no emotion and lie your ass off to win. That's you think how you people win.
3: say that, but when you get there, it's different. No, it's this, is different. How, this is how because you win. You the people and you're like, man, that's a nice person. I can't, no, fuck I all can't that. hurt and
0: them. You, yes, you can. If you're going to get like a billion dollars or whatever they're going to give you, you lie to win. That's how you win these <laughs> games. I don't care what anybody says. And you any say you, it, Any you chicks, and, it, any you chicks and guys you. that are on these bachelorette <laughs> shows, um, Hey, if you're the the Bachelorette or the girl that's doing that, do what you want, girlfriend. get yours as well as the guys. If you gotta run through all the whole house, do it because that's what I would do. but <laughs> it is a game show. So yeah. I mean that, uh, what's his name? Um, this singer for poison. Brett Michaels, when he did his Rock of Love show, he ran through that whole house. Good for you, Brett. Get yours. <laughs> It's a game show, everyone. You got to play to win and do what you got to do to leave with that million dollars or whatever the hell you're going to leave with. Um, how, much do, how much do they win? Survivor is a million. Yeah, see? You do what you got to do. You got to cut and do whatever. Do it. Um, I still I – didn't, I didn't get to – I didn't talk to him very long. Uh, I want to ask him uh, if he wants to come on the show. I keep asking Eric. Ask him and he keeps forgetting. Um, we're going to, he's, Derek's playing again with the band next week. So I'm, we're going to go to that. And I'm. if I get a chance, I'm going to pull him aside and ask him if he wants to come on the show. Cause Eric says he always loves talking about Survivor. Then I, all right, come on this show. <laughs> and, uh, I got a lot of questions for him for just the five episodes that I've seen, not about the show. I could care less about the show. I want to know what's going on in the background. Like how many paramedics do you guys have? Uh, oh yeah, they got
3: them, and they has, they have to they have to deploy them like all the time. It like, becomes
0: part of the show. Like how how my, how close to death has anyone that he's been on the show with has gotten to? Because yeah. uh, right in the get go, there was this one, one
3: season one, where like one challenge like knocked out three people, like sent them to the hospital,
0: like because this last challenge they were trying to catch these little slingshot balls and. What the hell is that redneck dude's name? Um, I can't remember his name. He broke a tooth. Um, that's not Spence either, Spencer or Brandon. I don't know. I can't remember. Whoever the one, or is it Joe? I don't know. One of one of these dudes. He's a little Yahoo guy. He seems cool, but when he was diving for the ball, he like broke his tooth, and then he let me hit like a champ, man. He was like, "Oh, every we we saw it." but he like spits it out and he goes, damn, I broke a tooth. And then he just throws it away. And then Jeff, the guy that's running the show would stop, stop. We want that tooth. Everybody stop and find it. So everyone had to go <laughs> dig around for, it, but they found it. But, um, yeah. Cause I'm like, there had to have been someone Okay, I can't, we need to check you before we go on. Cause we, we just can't have your tooth be like this. I, he just broke it. He said it broke in half. So, because if it was, more up up at the roots. I mean, sh- you ain't going to go 39 days with that hurting. <laughs> you got you to gotta get that checked out. Also, I want to ask, is there like any kind of uh, dangerous bugs or animals or reptiles or whatever that's uh, ever gotten anyone? Cause you could clearly oh, yeah. see, I mean, these guys, I don't know how high it is. They said it was like 120 when they're walking through the desert. Um, they, I want, they, they're getting bit to hell up by uh, bugs. Cause, uh, they're all walking around, no shirts, shorts, and everything, and the spankies and all that, and a couple of guys are. That's why it's a mill. Are, some guys That's are hanging ten. It's a mill. <laughs> uh, guy, one guy, Tyson, was hanging ten. He didn't care. If you want to look, go ahead. Uh, like Richard, he was running around naked that first season. Um, but, yeah, you could see, clearly see they all had, like, like a ton of bug bites all over them. So, I mean, I got I just got a lot of questions like that. Not so much on what's going on in the challenge. And I want to know what his game plan was going in. Is he thinking like me or is he thinking like the Zisu, Or maybe he's not even thinking like either of us. I don't know. But um, I'm too old to go on these game shows because I already just told you guys my game plan. That's how I'm going to play it. That's for like a million dollars.
3: They actually do have people of all ages, body types, everything. And, and anybody's actually capable of uh, of winning these. I don't know if you're if they cut it. It's not 39 days anymore. Now it's I think it's 28. That's enough. Days. We can, we
0: can three days. No, thank you. In, in the <laughs> oh, humid, yeah. I mean, in yeah. The humid Survivor heat? is no, tough. thank you.
3: Survivor. Obviously, it's, it's 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 such an endurance test. No wonder, you know, you get so much. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. Twenty eight days. Survivor, you could win a million. Three months Big Brother House is still only three quarters of a million. So it's like three times as long, and you get less for winning Big Brother.
0: I ain't even doing that. That's too long. (laughs) But Big Brother, you know,
3: you're you're living you're just living in the house.
0: (laughs) Uh, I'd go nuts in there. But if Indy was there, I I I could handle thirty (laughs) nine days or however long it is long as she don't get kicked out, I'm there. But, uh, yeah, that's the main reason we started watching this because fingers sure. crossed everyone. Everyone, cross your fingers. If he does come on the show and lets us talk about Survivor, um, that's the reason I want to, I don't want to go, go in like, Oh yeah, I'll come on. And he come on and I have well, no idea who he is or what, Yeah, what if he's he done. says
3: Yes. You're going to have to get through this season and his other season.
0: I'm only getting through this one. If I eventually get through <laughs> that one, then I will. But I at least want to be able to participate in the conversation other than you two going back and forth. So I, that's why I'm watching it. And, um, I got some questions about Sierra. So, well, you want me to give you a, just a small spoiler alert? No, I'm into this whole season is is done so far. Uh, that old lady Sandy is gone. I believe Candace is gone. Jerry is gone, and Spencer just just got the boot. So, or I think Carolina too. I think I, I don't remember, but uh, yeah, because. Spencer, they he just wasn't pulling his way. Sandy, they were after her right from the get go. Uh, the older lady, because they, um, I know it was yeah. her, her and Sierra. They, they was this was just like on the jeep ride to wherever they were dropping them all off. Uh, I know some of you guys don't care. I'm I'm almost done, but yeah, they um they they had them on, on this, in this jeep truck thing, and I guess they were kind of talking, but not really. And then once they got off to the end, they were like, all right, well. We got to vote two of you right now. Not off the show, but just... At first, they thought it was off the show. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, so they were like, all right, well, they didn't know anybody's name, so they uh, had Sierra was like a uh, girl in striped uh, dress and old lady is what they were all writing on the thing. <laughs> so then, instead of them, they thought they were getting kicked off right off the get-go. No, they got to fly... Uh, and a helicopter to their base camp while everyone else had to hike four hours in the 120 degree heat in the desert, carrying all their gear and everything. Because I guess they gave them, I like, will give you like two minutes to grab whatever you guys need. And everyone just started grabbing all kinds of stuff and had to carry it all for four hours. I don't know how far of, along of a walk that is, but I was like, damn. So, yeah, they were they were gunning for Sandy right from the get go. Sierra. Uh, She was sick because she said she wasn't even really talking. She was just there. She had like a 100 and something uh, temperature, but uh, she made it. If she would have had to walk, I don't think she would have made it. She would have probably said, F it, I quit. But luckily she got to fly in a helicopter ride over to the base. So, but yeah, that's where I'm at right now. So I assume uh, I'm only five episodes in. I'm going to finish this uh, next week when I see uh, Coach, I'm going to ask him if he ever has time to come on the show and we'll we'll run through dude if he does come on you need to come over here so we can do this like face to face (laughs) right so it'll be good for uh, for other than the three of us just all of us be in the same room uh when we record this everyone again cross your fingers all you survivor fans cross your fingers uh (laughs) that we get coach on on the show uh, will he be the most famous person on the show? No, we have not. <laughs> I've had a few people on the show. Yeah, not super-duper yeah. famous, but we've had some people on the show. That's great. Um, but yeah, Survivor Season 18, the Brazilian Highlands. Uh, that's where I'm at right now. Will I watch Hero and Villains? You should. I'm saying most likely, but hopefully, if, if Renee and I can get through this, really quick before I ask him. And then maybe if I do get the hero and villains, maybe just a few episodes in. Because I probably would want to ask him some questions about that. But I got more of a production side of questions uh, on what I want to ask him. So, but, uh, again, everyone cross your fingers. So, yeah, I'm watching it on Paramount+. Plus. So if you guys want to watch a few episodes of Season 18 so you know who Coach is, if you don't watch Survivor, uh, so you can at least when, again, fingers crossed, if we get to interview him, just you'll know who we're talking about. So you won't be right. that bored with the episode. But if you don't even <laughs> care about Survivor and don't want to listen to it, download it for us. And just, g- just give us that number. You can download it and erase it, but just download it so we can get uh, those download numbers. Uh, speaking of that, thank you, everyone that listens to our show. Uh, shout out to Brian. I, I still got to give him credit for bringing us all these new listeners. And um, Shout out. thank you, everyone that reaches out to us to lets us know that you you like the show and you love me bitching about this and that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, right on, uh, Bri. Man, I love you, brother, man. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, uh, I'll bring you, when I finish the season, I'll come back and let you know what I thought of the whole thing and uh, who won. Zisu already knows one, and I'm sure you Survivor Watchers already know. So uh, I don't know. All I know is Richard, the naked guy, won the first season, and I don't even know what season they're on now? So, but yeah, yeah, Survivor. I'm not a, two Cattens or two Cantinas. I don't know however you say that. The Brazilian Highlands, that, That's all I know. So that that's as far as uh, my TV watch. Oh, oh, wait a minute. I got one more thing. I started 1883. It's uh, one of the the prequels for um. What the hell is that show called? Uh, Yellowstone. Yellowstone. I started this, I believe it started two years ago. Um, Follows the Dutton family as they embark on a journey west. Uh, Created by Taylor Sheridan and this stars the great Sam Elliott, uh, Tim McGraw, he's badass, Faith Hill, I love her. Uh, Isabella May, someone said she was in something else, I can't remember. Um, As far, those are the only ones that I really know on, on who's Who's in this? I mean, there's there's a ton of other people in the show. Um, I just started. So I'm going to because everyone's telling me to watch Yellowstone. Oh, mm-hmm. you'll love it. You'll love it. Watch it. But one of my friends at work said, dude, why don't you start from the beginning? Watch 1883. I said, well, why do got I, I start there? He goes, I said, shouldn't I watch Yellowstone before I get these? He goes, no, if you watch all this and whatever that one Han Solo's in. He goes, you'll you'll get all the references and everything once you get to the the regular show, I guess. So I'm like, all right. So I might as well just start from the beginning. Uh, the other one is 1923. I do wanna I do wanna watch that one. I love uh, Helen Mirren and, and Harrison Ford. So uh, as soon as I get through this 1883, I don't even know how many seasons there is. So uh, looks like there's only one. Um, all right. Well, I guess I will I, zip through that. I'm also still trying to get through um, Outer Range or whatever that's. No, Outer. I think it's Outer Range or Outer whatever. Um, that one with the hole. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to get through that still. And um, another show I started. I can't remember. Oh, oh, uh, I finished um, that 90s show. That show was funny. I liked it. I assume there's gonna be a season two. I haven't heard a uh, um, anything on on it. Um, it was it was good. I know some people didn't think it was gonna be all that. I liked it. I thought it was really funny. I liked the characters. Uh, it was cool for the cameos from the original cast that all popped in. Um, Kitty and Red, they're they're just awesome. Kurtwood Smith and Deborah Joe Rupp. They're hella funny. My favorite character is Ozzy, the little Asian boy, uh, Ren Doi. I think that's his name. He's hilarious in this. But everybody that that's in the show, I thought they all did did uh, their job. Oh, and um, Andrea Anders, she plays Sherry Runt- Runk. I think that's her name. She's uh, the next-door neighbor. She's a little single wild mom, and uh, she's hella funny. And everyone, again, all the regulars the, the, from the original show that popped in, Uh, I thought they were funny and everything. So if you did watch that 70 shows and you want to see what happens, um, I know some people are saying, oh, this is just a a woke. uh, Shut up. Because because they're they're bringing in. It's not just white kids and fizz. It's uh, you got black. You got a black girl. You got an Asian boy. I think I think one of the girls half Asian um, and everyone else that they bring in the show and Fez, he comes back in. Fez is badass. I love him. I'm glad that he's on the show. But I mean, the show's funny. I mean, either you like it or you don't like it. So if you got Netflix, definitely check it out. Uh, now it's 1995. Leah Foreman is visiting her grandparents for the summer where she bonds with a new generation at Point Range, Point Place, I'm sorry, Wyoming. Kids under the, or is it Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Um, Kids Under the uh, Watchful Eye of Kitty and the Stern Glare of Red. Yes, it's pretty much that. I think it's a funny show. I really enjoyed it. I zipped through the whole season. It was like as soon as I started watching it, I, I think I finished it in like two days. Um, I was I started it like late at night and I got through like half of it. And then I finished it up the next day. But I thought this was a really funny show. I enjoyed it. I hope these kids, uh, I call them kids because they're younger than me. Uh, I hope they continue to uh, do more than just this show, especially this, uh, Ray Rand Rand doy. I think that's how you say his name. Uh, he's awesome. I love his character. Every time he was on the screen, he stole the scene for me, but yeah, that 90s show, check it out. And as far as TV, that is all I have.
3: All right. I have a few, uh, but I'll be pretty brief and I'll just probably ask you a couple questions about them. Uh, first up, uh, poker face on Peacock. This is the new show with uh, Natasha Lyonne, uh, who also did the show we loved on uh, Netflix, Russian Doll. Loved season one. I never watched season two. It's there
1: for me. I just
3: haven't
0: I watched it. Start, I, I started it, but I, I just kind of like thought maybe something else came on. I, I love that show, too. I want to go back and finish it. All right. Well, this one
3: um, from my guy, uh, Ryan Johnson. Been with him since, uh, since Brick um this is his and natasha leone's show it's their take on a modern day idea of Columbo. but what i loved about the show was they didn't just do Columbo. they didn't just make her a detective she's not a detective at all she's just uh, this regular person it's described as charlie has an ex- extraordinary ability to determine when someone is lying She hits the road with her Plymouth barracuda and every stop encounters a new cast of characters and strange crimes she can't help but investigate and solve. And that's what actually makes it interesting. It's got its opening episode, which kind of sets her in motion, gets her on the road. And then, yeah, um, they threw the first four episodes up. Uh, It's a 10-episode series, and I guess they'll drop one a week now or something, it looks like. Yeah until uh, march 9th is when the final episode will drop but uh yeah in these uh first few episodes uh you got uh, adrian brody benjamin bratt uh the guy that shows up in all the ryan johnson films uh noah Sagan is really cool uh was able to fit him in here uh second episode third episode has uh Lil Ray Howlery that's cool and then the fourth episode which i was trying to hype you on uh, rest in metal is uh the Chloe Sevigny, uh I think I think you would actually really like this episode. And the reason why, if you weren't interested in watching the whole thing, you could just skip to this is because it is basically like a case of the week. Like, yes, there is an ongoing story of uh, Natasha Leone's character, but it really actually is case of the week type thing. So if you wanted to, you could just watch the fourth episode.
0: (laughs) I thought these were like I thought it was a comedy show. I I clicked on it and. Shows are almost an hour. I was like, oh, I don't got time to start diving into another series like this. So, I mean, I'll I'll get to it. I'll probably just watch that one episode and let you guys know what I thought.
3: Yeah, it. yeah. Well, I'd just be curious what you think, just because whatever. The name of it is Rest in Metal. So, I'd be curious to see your thoughts on it. <laughs> All right. All right. The next one I got, also on Peacock. Uh, I actually meant to talk about this last show, but I didn't write it down. The Traitors. This is a reality show uh hosted by Alan Cumming. It's in his castle, maybe it's his castle. I have to do some uh research on it and find out for
1: sure but uh, uh it, it's 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 uh
3: the game basically is uh you know, like most reality shows, these game shows, it's like vote people out thing. But the way it works here is half the cast had done reality TV before and half the cast hadn't. Uh, interestingly, one of the people that hadn't, she was, I don't know like exactly what this means and where she would actually do that. But she's supposedly a music supervisor out of Reno. And I don't know where you would do that in reno i mean i guess i guess you can be anywhere now i guess right
0: <laughs> pretty much I mean, with the so, internet you don't have to be there
3: right i was like that's an interesting title she has is a music supervisor from reno so anyways um other like i said is half had done shows before half hadn't uh, so other people that have done shows before, uh, big brothers, uh, Cody Califuri and Rachel Riley. It was cool to see them. Um, a couple of people had done celebrity big brother before, um, Brandy, whatever her name is, um, from the housewives and the, uh, Olympic swimmer, Ryan Lochte. He had done celebrity big brother. So they were on it. And then, um, the person that kind of really drugged the show down for me, uh, the this person, Kate, from Below Deck, um, she was kind of a bummer. And they kept keeping her just as people do sometimes on these shows. They keep around the most unlikable person because they know they they can always beat them they're like a shield for them they the that person was should technically always go before the person in power basically so the way this worked was alan coming at the very beginning when it's a full table of people he had them all blindfolded and then he went around and he picked three people to be the traitors um and then it's up to everybody else to kind of make sure they vote out a traitor, figure out who the traitor is. Every, every night they they'll get to vote somebody out and they get to they have to pick if it's they hope they traitor hunting is what they're doing. But they if they get it wrong, they're going to vote out one of their self, the so-called faithful. And then, after that, there's a second elimination where the the three traders get together if they're still intact, whatever traders are still there, if they weren't got, they get to get rid of somebody too. So like every night, every episode, it's two people get got one way or the other. so uh, pretty intriguing show. I guess it they did actually a British Version of it first. Uh, I couldn't find it. I wanted to actually watch it too, but I couldn't find it anywhere streaming. But yeah, the whole season of uh, this US version
1: is uh, on Peacock. I'm guessing uh, no interest in this one. <laughs> Still there?
0: Yeah, I, heard, I I can hear you. Can you hear me?
1: <laughs> no, I, I couldn't until now.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, all right. No, keep it roll, keep it rolling. I heard you.
1: <laughs> so, no
3: interest in that one, I'm guessing.
0: Oh no, I, I, I answered you. <laughs> you didn't hear that. No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> okay.
3: Um, my next one, jumping over to Netflix for this one, also of the reality variety, The Circle, a show I talked about a long time ago when it first came out. And little did you know, uh, to all of a sudden, they've now put five seasons in the basket. Um, I was keeping up with season four, but then fell off, and I decided to go back, finish that, and I found that there was a season five, too, that just recently dropped so i was i caught all the way back up with that so uh still a good show but also um i feel like when they come back for another one they definitely need to shake it up there was one part of the game element where um it they they did a twist but then it like really screwed over the person they gave the power to and i found that really
1: frustrating but uh
3: yeah, they had a returner from season one show up. Um, so that was interesting. But Yeah, season four, I mentioned that's way back when season four came out. The Spice Girls came on that season. Well, two of them.
0: <laughs> this is on The Circle?
3: Yeah, Scary and Baby, they played a character. Because if you don't remember... The premise of the circle, basically, it's like Big Brother, but it's social, and they're, you're all in your individual apartments. So the only way you interact with people is by talking to the TV screen and saying, "Circle message, hey everybody, how you doing today? I'm so excited to be here." And then it says it on the screen, and everybody reads it. And like almost like I was just saying with the traders. Um, They have like a ranking system. So then they're like, okay, now it's time to rate everybody else. And then by consensus rankings, by what everybody vote vote is, then they reveal the vote, who the place is. And then the top two are influencers in the game. They meet and discuss who they're going to block from the game, who they're going to kick out of the game. So that's like the premise of the game. And you eventually get down to the end where, in the final rankings, the person who's voted number one in the rankings, they win the show.
1: They win the money. Hmm. And how many seasons has it been going?
0: Uh-oh. We lose A you season. again. Did you hear anything I said? <laughs> Hello? Can you hear me? Sorry, everyone. Can you hear oh, me? Man. I can hear yep. you if you can hear me.
1: Okay. Yep.
0: It keeps going in and out, everyone. Sorry.
1: Oh no. Can you hear me? Yes.
0: All right. Well, keep going. Keep it rolling. Sorry, everyone.
1: (laughs) Oh boy. Um, Yeah. Anyways, uh, when they do the next season,
3: like I said, hopefully they, uh, switch it up for a while there. Like, actually that's one of the things I was loving about the circle was they switch up the gameplay. They add twists. And, uh, I just think they need to step it up again. The other interesting thing that I was excited about for, uh, season five of the circle was Brett, the big troublemaker from big brother. He played that season, but interestingly, um, nobody knew who he was. Cause that actually was a few years ago. He played, Big Brother, like they just finished the twenty-fourth season, and he played season twenty. So it moves fast <laughs> in the world of TV. <laughs> you know,
0: it must if they're cranking out these seasons so fast or so many. Right, right. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm
3: enjoying it and looking forward to whenever uh, next circle out. But uh, that brings me to another Netflix reality show, Physical One Hundred. This one's pretty interesting. It uh, takes place in Korea, and it's basically kind of Squid Game-like. They got one hundred of the top like physical specimens from Korea, Japan. Um, interestingly, one of the hundred is a former MLB player who went to play over in like the Japanese and Korean baseball leagues. Um, didn't write his name down. So couldn't tell you he wasn't that big, a a name, but, um, yeah, he's part of it. And then, yeah, they got all these fitness people, former, uh, military, current military firefighters and, rock climbers and rescue and YouTubers and any kind of like physical thing, like the sumo and wrestlers and MMA fighters. And it's interesting because like some of them obviously are pretty well known. They, they, they did this opening where they're all standing in a room with all the, they they each have to stand by. They made a, a plaster bust of their torso, of everybody's torso. So everybody's got to find their torso and stand next to it. And, um, as they each come in, as the hundred come in, they like, some obviously are well-known, like, you know, celebrity types, uh, in Korea and Japan. So, uh, some of those people, like lots of people come over and line up. There's this one kind of middle-aged MMA fighter and like, you know 10 15 people like kind of lined up to to meet and greet him and oh you're here oh this is incredible i look up to you this is amazing anyways when it comes down to it it actually is uh, very much like a squid game competition uh like they have like the people in the arena dressed up with like they're all covered. Like they have like masks and everything. (laughs) And it's funny to hear some of the commentary. They they say that like, Oh my God, this is scary. This is like squid game. And like that other show I brought up, um, that battle Royale run for the money. This one has the dub too. I'm sure you could watch it in original language, but I got the dub on, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, I'd recommend checking this out, especially if you like like uh, American Ninja Warrior or um, the other Netflix show, Ultimate Beastmaster. Did you ever see that one, Ultimate Beastmaster? Nope. So anyways, yeah, it's like that. Um, the interesting part is they're also doing the the episode drops like every Tuesday. So they had two up last week and they got two up this week. So if this one series looks like it's going to continue for a while, I was a little surprised to see them do it this way. Um, But they do that sometime, not with every Netflix show, but some of them, they decide to drop like on a weekly basis, you know,
0: they don't, what is this on Netflix? They didn't drop the whole thing?
3: No, they're doing two episodes every Tuesday.
0: Well, I guess it's a competition. Uh, yeah, sure. so all right, all right, I see. Have they always done it this way with this show? Well, I mean, this is the only season of Physical 100. Oh, I'm I'm thinking, I'm thinking of something else. I'm sorry. Well, I don't like that. I mean, Netflix did, is the one that spoils us when they drop everything all at once. But right. I guess it's different when it when it's a show like this. All right.
3: Okay. Next one up. Also on Netflix, The Pez Bandit. Did you see this one?
0: No, nope, I never heard of it.
3: Uh, it's pretty interesting. It's documentary. I could have thrown this in the movies, but I did it uh, the way you like to do it. And put it's not a movie. It's a do-
0: TV um, documentary
3: well you know when it says netflix film on it
0: it doesn't matter well here in the e-society it's tv
3: (laughs) i'm doing it for you (laughs) um this one's pretty interesting in that um it's yet like another one of those stories like kind of like the little guy versus the corporation versus the man per se. And this was a story of a guy um, who found that he could make these trips overseas to, because I guess Pez Corporation, um, they were kind of cut up into two sections. One was Pez International where it started, but then Pez USA, which they had their own, um, their own choice of what to distribute here in the US. Uh, so there was all this stuff that you could get Pez, you could get around the world that uh Pez USA chose not to distribute here. So you know, obviously as collectors are, uh you know, you want this interesting stuff. You want the rare stuff, you want the stuff you just can't get anywhere. So uh this one guy, he, he made his way overseas. And what was interesting is um, he did this like in the early nineties uh, was when he was doing this. He went overseas and it was crazy. Cause it just speaks to another time. Cause I just can't imagine like, you just, you just couldn't do this now. It just wouldn't work. It's just, it's interesting like how things are different, but yeah, he just went overseas, went to the factory, told me one of the stuff and yeah, they like charged him. I can't even remember. It was like a buck or something, maybe like 50 cents per Pez thing. So he brought back like hundreds and thousands of Pez for the collector market here. And then he made himself an enemy of like Pez USA and the guy that run, run Pez USA here. And it was like a whole battle. It was really interesting. Um, you know, I, I don't need to get too far into it, but, uh, it was cool just cause also at the end of the day, it was like just this human story and about the guy and, you know, he comes, him and his wife, you know, they come from that, uh, hippie generation, flower children generation. And, uh, it's cool to see, you know, he's still around right now. Like he's. He he doesn't actually collect Pez, the Pez Bandit. He he collects uh, cereal boxes. So that was cool to see. (laughs) And yeah, that was the Pez Bandit.
0: (laughs) All right. Um, Are you Pez collector? Do you have those uh, Funko ones? I have a few Funko
3: ones. Uh, I used to get them here at the local Hot Topic to put my total over to like qualify they they give out the <laughs> hot cash for <laughs> 30 bucks so i get like you know a couple pops and then i'd be a few bucks away from from going over 30 so I was like, okay let me get a let me get one of these pez so i added on a few that way but um uh, as far as like I got a few of the Funko ones, but as far as regular, not too many, a few star Wars ones. Like I've been gifted. Like that's usually like a Christmas gift. I receive a lot from people is uh, like star Wars uh, characters has dispensers. Um, yeah. In this one, it was interesting. Uh, one of the ones that was like rare at first and then the guy brought over was known as uh, bubble boy. <laughs> and it was just like a guy looking like he was like, his cheeks were hugely inflated. Like he was like blowing <laughs> bubble gum. Like that was the thing. And it like actually wasn't that great a design, but it was like all about the rarity, the fact that it didn't get made. And then because of like the collector's interest in it, it actually did get made? They made. They ended up making a ton of it, <laughs>
1: for real.
0: I'm looking at these, seeing if they have any horror ones. I don't. They don't see, do they. I don't see any. Yeah. Ooh, I would like these Count Chocula and Booberry and Frankenberry ones. Not sure how long ago those ones came out. Um. Ghostbusters, Marshmallow Man. That one looks cool. Um, I, ooh, Orco? Orko. Damn, I didn't know they did these. I rarely ever see these these things. Um, I think the last. Oh, there was a Stan Lee one. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, what I'm looking at. I don't see if they've done any horror ones yet. Because uh, believe me, boys and girls, if they did, I'd have at least one of them.
3: Right.
1: Right.
0: Hmm. You got any other?
3: Just random
0: though? No, I don't have a any of any of these. Oh, no, don't I mean, tell you me.
3: don't have any just like the Oh, TV, regular like, but I have I
0: have, a, I have all the Star Wars ones. Oh, okay. Uh <laughs> maybe that when they first started doing them not like from the beginning beginning but Right, right. when yeah. um when they were bringing Star Wars back around, I was grabbing uh all of them. So I got the Vader, Stormtroopers, Yoda and stuff like no. that. Don't tell me this is a real one. Uh, creature from the Black Lagoon? Or is this oh, I could spec- see that.
3: I could see that. Being something.
0: I being see a see of a picture of a picture do of a if this not a if this or a custom one or what, but one oh, looks man. Yeah, um, this Greedo one looks cool. Uh, a oh, yeah. bit of a little bit
3: of a little bit of a it. bit of a little bit of that collector thing like yeah i'm not obviously i'm a huge collector not not a big pez collector or anything but it was cool to see just like uh that one documentary i talked about a while back the the beanie baby one like that one was hugely (laughs) interesting to me um even though that's not what i collect just like seeing like the collector thing oh the, the other thing that i found interesting about pez bandit was kind of that reminder about how, like, it's, it's interesting sometimes, a lot of times it seems like actually, like, the companies who, like, provide it actually, like, are, like, actually, like, against
1: collectors. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
3: they actively, like, move against collectors, like, I don't
0: know. It's interesting. <laughs> you have the Mando and Grogu one? The little double pack I think that was gift. I think I was gifted that. I think oh, I okay. have that one. That uh, one seems cool. I might have to pick that one up. Yeah. Ooh, I'm always this...
3: gifted these like tin, tin collectors versions of them at Christmas. That's like a go-to gift people get
0: me. I <laughs> see there's a Jawan Tusken Raider Pez ones, right? Mm-hmm. Never seen those. Jeez, the shit they got a ton of Star Wars one. Celestius Crumb, Java, and Gamorian Guard. Jeez, they got Walrus Man two different versions, and there's a chase. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Damn, they got hell of them. All right, all right. Sorry, everyone. We should have been talking yeah, about this during collecting. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Pez. It's it's it is a uh, shout out to my boy Pete at work. He's a huge Pez collector. I don't know if he's still collecting them. He tries to just grab random ones uh, that he likes. Yeah. He, he's he gone to like little Pez conventions. and
3: Yeah, it was cool to see those in the docks. Like they seem like cool conventions because they're like small. Like, you know, like they were showing here in this documentary. They were – he showed up after a long time being out of the scene. He showed up at a bit of convention and like – it was cool. Everybody's waiting to talk to him, hang out, take pictures with the Pez Bandit and saying why he's, like, important to the history of Pez collecting, you know? And I was like, that's cool because it wasn't, like – it wasn't, like, undoable. Like, it really was. You could just, wait, you know, hang out, wait, and then talk to him and, and take pictures and you would sign your Pez if you wanted to, the Pez Bandit. <laughs>
0: hmm. All right. And this is on Netflix.
3: Yeah. <coughs> Recommended.
0: That's what i was say. It honor. sounds interesting. I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah.
3: yeah. Definitely recommend it. All right. I'm going to end my uh, bit of TV with a uh, little well, Last of Us check-in. Uh, we're three episodes in. Uh, like I mentioned before, I a huge fan of the game. Um, highly excited for this series. What is interesting is uh, in the end of episode two, And pretty much all of episode three, they've made a big departure from the events of the game, even changing things. Um, What I find most interesting is uh, you got a lot of people talking about, a lot of people watching it. I hear like the numbers are like huge, like they keep actually climbing. More people watched episode two than they'd watched episode one. More people have watched episode three than watched episode one. So... Uh, Seems like the audience is growing, but yeah, um, definitely a debate on that idea of, like, sticking to the story of the game or changing it. And it was also interesting to see they get into, they have a little making of after every episode, and in that making of, they talked about that
0: idea of, like,
3: when to change things and when to stay close to
0: the game, so... Uh, well, hey, I want to stop you right here. Uh, I haven't seen the show yet, and I've never played the game, but my son has. And uh, you guys can discuss what you think uh, or what you like about what's going on is, and what's going on in the game or uh, in the show. Hold on. He's putting on the headphone so he can talk to you. So I won't be able to hear you from here okay. until he uh, hands them back. So just put them on. Oh. Flip that other one around. It doesn't flip. Yeah, it does the other way. Hold on, everyone. Uh, technical oh. difficulties. Riff. But yeah, take it away. You and Eric talk about it. I have no idea what this show's about. All right.
3: All right. Last of Us. Uh, huge fan of the game series. Uh, I'm guessing you are too, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. played those games a bunch of times during like when the lockdown was hitting.
3: Yep same here uh played it since the beginning i was there since the beginning because uh i was excited for this next game from the people that made uncharted i loved uncharted and then the last game yep so um you've seen the first three episodes right yeah okay so yeah um like i was saying uh right before you jumped on it seems like uh There's a lot of talk about the idea of like when to stay loyal to the game, when to deviate. If you watch to the end of each episode, you see there's a behind the scenes where they talk about that. They talked Mm -hmm. about that, like what we're going to change, what we're not. Uh, The big change at the end of episode two was uh, the end of Tess. Oh, yeah. uh, In the game, it's the army that Mm -hmm. runs in and she just explodes it in this one they had the which i guess you would say kind of controversial uh uh infected kiss kiss of (laughs) death so i don't know what did you think of that idea
2: (laughs) well i don't know it seemed like something the zombies would do because these uh zombies don't have the spores but they have those tendrils to infect fools and communicate with each other just like real fungus but yeah i feel like the idea of spores work better in a game because you don't have to have the actors running around in gas masks
3: exactly yep and just that idea i actually always thought about that in the game like you go through sections with the gas mask on and then like they walk into the just the next room and they're like okay we're good
2: yeah, like, like really? spores, spores like usually just don't sit in one spot and they like yeah. get on your clothes.
3: Yeah, I was like, really? You're good now?
2: <laughs> I know.
3: <laughs> so um, and then uh, episode three here, um, the whole Bill story. Um,
2: yeah, they changed yeah, all that up too. Yeah.
3: It's com- this one goes, com- this is the biggest departure from the game. This one's mm-hmm. completely different. Uh, you may or may not have seen or may or may not have remembered in the game. There was just a note from Frank saying that he mm-hmm. could actually couldn't stand bill anymore <laughs> and that he <laughs> yeah. had left. So they completely switched that up. And, mm-hmm. um, the other thing we don't get here is, uh, you actually, in the game, you encounter Bill, and everybody was saying we missed out on the zingers between oh, Ellie yeah. and Bill that were in oh, the game. Yeah,
2: that's that's what I heard a lot of people talking about, and I was like, oh, yeah, they, they did have some pretty funny conversations.
3: Right, right. So you, miss, you missed out on that, but you got a deeper exploration. You, you got
2: a good story Bill. between Bill and Frank. Yeah.
3: That was cool. Um, as far as, like, Action and game like when the Raiders came and the fence went off, that was actually pretty cool though. Like that, was that pretty felt cool. like video gamey. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: But yeah, what do you thought about the series so far?
2: I thought it was really good because I remember like the last show about a game I watched was Halo and right. I was completely disappointed. I haven't even oh, finished right. it show. I haven't even watched yeah. the last episode <laughs> yet. Cause oh, I just don't want to, cause they changed everything up too much, but
1: yeah.
3: the last
2: of us, they, they, everything they changed made sense and it's not sure. like it changed up the entire story. Right. Like, yeah. like the thing about the spores, how they took those out and added the tendrils to the zombies. And then right. right. Bill and Frank story, that yeah. still was good, but yeah, it, yeah. Didn't, it didn't change the whole course of the, the show. Like, they still get there and get the car just like they did in the game.
3: Exactly. Right. Which that's really cool. And it looks like, I don't know if you saw the preview for the next episode, but it looks like we're going to get some scenes right out of the game, too, there where the guy is like limping towards them and she's like, Oh, yeah. To help him. And, and he's then, like, no, whatever. The gun. Like, you don't know. And they like yeah. rev towards him. Yeah. So, looks I'm like good. we've got, uh, actually, the preview for the next one made it look like it's the
2: most video game action yet, yeah, that's what I was so I was thinking because, um, after this episode, I was like, man, I'm like, these next episodes are gonna be crazy just' cause, like it just gets even crazier going right. down the road, like exactly all that stuff, and then when uh, they meet those one fools, I forgot their name, yeah, that yeah. one dude and his son, right, man, I remember when those fools in the in the game. Yeah. both died I was I was like bruh, yep. and then it just cuts <laughs> to like months later and you're just like bruh. yep yeah
3: exactly just, it just so.
2: happened so suddenly and right it, yeah, I feel I
3: mean, like so that's gonna be so it that's good. gonna be a
2: crazy thing to watch
3: right and you played through the second game right
2: yeah I played through the second game right
3: okay. yeah yep um, love that one I've actually just reinstalled it to do another run through
2: I know fun. um I want to replay those two games but yeah. Right now, I'm playing. I'm playing both the Dead Space games because oh, I don't know right. why I haven't played those yet, but I like them a lot.
3: I hear good things, especially about uh, Dead Space itself.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've been hearing fools talking about like John Carpenter would want to make a movie about it. Right?
3: Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so man, Last of Us is a pretty good show.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm looking forward to the rest of it. I'm excited mm-hmm. they're getting a season two. Uh, oh, they are? Is it going to be on
2: the second game?
3: It is. And, oh, cool. But that, and they've also said that um, they can't do all of the second game in one season. So yeah, now I, long. I just hope that the ratings stay good enough and people stay into it. I think they will. But uh, you got to be able to finish it.
2: I heard people <laughs> talking go- about, like, the last of us is gonna have like a type of walking dead thing where people start watch stop watching just because joel died like well, in the beginning yeah. which is
3: why i'm like maybe they should have thought ahead and it introduced abby right now
2: <laughs> i know because like i remember playing the second game and i was like oh cool they're just helping him. then they killed joel and i was i was just in shock and i was like bro who yeah, is this fool yeah. he didn't figure it out till like near the end
3: Right. I remember my first playthrough on t- two is w- when the game was like only half over. I thought I was coming to the end of it with the Ellie story. I thought. Oh, yeah. And then you end. have to play
2: as Abby like right. And then, after. Yeah. The whole like, Abby
3: stuff happens. And I was like, wow, I was only like halfway through when I thought it was about to end.
2: I know. <laughs> so. I know. I like the second game. The second game was pretty good. Just I don't know. A lot of people just didn't like it just because Joel died but yeah story was that. cool yeah i get that
3: but yeah we'll see where they go from here and if they mm-hmm. actually do a, a third game i know it's all the talk now because of the show so uh, i'd be interested yeah. to see if they they do a part three
2: and <laughs> that'd be cool if they did a part three because those two last of us games are like one of my favorite games ever right yes because <laughs> I, I was like i was like a good game with like a really good story that when you're playing it you're just like bruh and then yeah, when you when exactly. you beat it you're just sitting there staring at the screen just like man yeah what a good oh, game
1: wow.
2: <laughs> like the only games that really ever made me feel like that was like first two red dead redemptions in this oh game. yeah
3: red dead red dead there's something uh they can do uh
2: if uh, they if they ever made like on. a TV show about that and did it right, that'd be super good. Cause yeah, but that 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 that'd be like a few season thing for the second game, yeah. cause that game was so exactly. long.
3: Yep, exactly. <laughs> I guess they'd have to start there too, since that's where the
2: yeah, since the Red Dead Two is where is it all started at. Yeah, but that'd be cool. But if yeah. they ever do, let's hope they do it right and like how they did Halo. I'm still mad oh, about that. Yeah.
3: Yeah, sad. I I know. I I was like curious too at first, and I was like, okay, on the first episode, but then it lost me quick. Episodes two and three, I was like,
2: uh. (laughs) I was just like, man, I don't really care about any of these side stories. I just want Master Chief going to kill aliens and save humanity. But then, oh, he takes off his helmet, and now he has a whole arc of where he's going bad, right? Like Halo Four, but worse. That
3: that uh, that opening scene of the first episode, not bad. Yeah, that, that
2: scene was really good when yeah. the Covenant shows up and's killing fools and the Spartans yeah. show up and kill all them. I was like, man, this show's gonna be good. Yeah. And then it just went downhill and I was like, man.
3: Yeah, what happened? They had I it.
2: <laughs> I know, that, that would if if it kept going like that it would have been a good show, but they just ruined it.
3: Right, right. But yeah, we still got uh, how many left we just had the third episode yeah i was wondering About, how many episodes so the there's was going to be the first season is 9 episodes so yeah cool. we got 6 left for the last Dang.
2: of us yeah cuz i was yeah. i was wondering i'm like man what are they like the last like few shows that came out like on disney plus are all like six episodes long and right. i'm just like man how are they going to how they going to get right. all this into six episodes but half the right. last of us is pretty long because like yeah. at the point in the game they're on there's still a there's still a lot more still to go. Still good ways.
3: Yep. I know. The whole middle section, and then obviously the
0: winter stuff. So.
2: Yeah, I'm wondering how they're going to do that when that fool Joel gets hurt really bad. And,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. No spoilers. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Bruh, this,
2: <laughs> this is the game.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm excited for how they're going to end it because... I love the ending to the first game.
3: Oh, yeah. I just recently replayed that. Just the ending to the final building scene. And yeah, I, I, saw, I, saw,
2: to see that. I saw people talking <laughs> about how it's at the end of the first episode. Joel immediately gets an assault rifle from one of the guards and everyone's like, man, he's playing new game plus because you don't right. get one till the <laughs> end of the game. Exactly. The whole game, you're just running around with pistols and shotguns.
3: Yep. New game plus. <laughs> yeah.
2: And I also liked how in that game uh, ammo was really hard to come by, and you're yes. always hitting fools and then sneaking around yeah. them. But and I was wondering how they're gonna do that when the show was announced. But now it, it seems good because they're like skipping a lot of the parts, but it doesn't ruin the whole story. Like yeah, like how they how they ended Tess, because like in the game she get military rolls up on her and kills her. And then you got to yep. sneak through that building and kill them all to escape. In this game, yep. in the show, they just leave, yeah. or like how, <laughs> or like how um, they ended up fi- finding um, what's her name, the girl that leads the fireflies, Marlene. How yeah. they found her, like instead of running through Robert's fools and killing them all, they just showed up right there and were immediately introduced to Ellie. Like that yeah. made sense for the show rather than making them go through a, like, tutorial-type sequence, how they did in exactly. the game, because that part was just show you how to play, like, show you how to sneak and throw stuff and right. kill fools silently.
3: Yep, yep, you got it. But, yeah, um, looking forward to the rest of the series.
2: I know, me too. This show's really good. I'm watching it with my mom. She said she liked it.
3: Nice. Yes, <sighs> love to hear it.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm excited for what's going to happen next, because um, I don't know have been... I've been invested in a lot of zombie stuff because I just started uh, uh, watching Walking Dead and I just replayed all the Dead Rising games too.
3: Okay, yeah. You're all in it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right.
1: All
0: right, yeah. We'll
3: come back and talk more soon. All right.
0: (laughs) All right, everyone. I have no idea what they're talking about. I don't play the game. I haven't seen the show yet, so... Uh, how many episodes are out now? Three! Oh, that's all? Uh, I Man, I was hoping to be halfway through and then I can sit down and watch it. Um, that's three hours, though. <laughs> I know, but I don't want to be three hours in and have to wait week to week. So I'm going to wait until it's just about done before uh, anything else. But, um, Um,
3: You may or may not have heard heard me say that uh, they already did get the go-ahead for season two, which will start to get into the story of the second game, but they can't get the whole game, the whole second game done in one season. So um, hopefully people keep watching because we need to finish the story or we're at least going to need a third season of this.
0: (laughs) uh, What's his name? Does his character pop into it? Uh, Mr. Robot or... uh... Freddie Mercury, whatever the hell his name is, wasn't he in the game? Robbie Malik? Yeah, was he in this game or was it something else you had me? Oh no,
3: that was uh, until dawn.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking of that game for some reason. Right. That okay. was the one I I tried and couldn't get I couldn't get into it. Eric finished it. He he didn't know nothing about it. He zipped right through it. That
3: game was horrific. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've I know, maybe got like an hour in, and I don't even know if I barely dented it. So
3: it it was like Saw. It was like playing Saw.
0: <laughs> oh,
3: it was horrific!
0: And this it's is to uh, this, me. this shows on HBO Max that you guys are watching. It is. Uh, for those of you that aren't don't know who that was, that was my son Eric. He's my youngest.
1: Shout out!
3: And
0: he's uh, into all of that stuff. For those of you that have seen the videos. He's the one that uh, coaches his music teacher. Coach is coach. Yeah. So, well, uh, I asked him. I I just called him Coach. (laughs) I didn't know his real name at the time. I just said, yeah, man, Coach, uh, thank you and all this. And he went, oh, right on, man. he responded. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I asked Eric. I said, do "You guys, call him coach." He said, "No, <laughs> oh, no whatever, <laughs> Mister Wade." Is what I call him. <laughs> <laughs> he responded to to coach. Well, but uh, awesome. probably, I'll probably I'll 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 ask him next time. I said, "Is it all right if I call you that?" Because I'm watching the oh, show. I'm
1: sure he loves it.
0: I'll 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 he loves just. It. I'll ask him. Yeah, uh, we can come back next week, everyone. After <laughs> I'll let you know uh, what sure he will. says. You know what? Um, it's going to be an anchor exclusive. So after I talk to him and everything, and see, and, and I'll hey, Zisu and I will come on and I'll tell you guys what happened. <laughs> uh, when, if I talk to him,
3: <laughs> so, right. But
0: uh, that was
3: it. You had for TV. Uh, yeah. Except for one last thing, I want to just quickly mention, just to get your response, if you knew anything about it, or heard about it. You know, I watch all these. Uh, true crime stuff, also, my dateline, uh, 48 hours, all that stuff. Um, and then the investigation discovery stuff, of which they have this new, um, damn, I should have had it pulled up because I forgot the name of it. It's this new, basically, like Hollywood crime series um, uh, Death by Thame is the name of it uh two episodes of it are on uh discovery plus which uh, is about to die soon i don't know if you knew that it's all going to be absorbed into hbo (laughs) no discovery's going away like imminently
0: (laughs) discovery channel or anything discovery
3: the 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 streaming service discovery plus is ending
1: it's hmm. coming to a close. Anyways.
0: Um, was that something we were paying for? Yes. Oh, so all, where's all that stuff going? HBO. Oh, so it'll all be on there? Yep. So when it's done, are they just going to cancel it and stop? or? Yep. Or are they going to try to make us pay? Uh, here, you got to pay one more for this. No, gonna, but it's over. It's over. <laughs> I've never watched it. I've watched a couple of things on it because Renee was watching stuff, but... She's still, right. she still watching stuff on there? I think so.
3: Okay. I well, don't know. You well, know, my, my folks do, so I know at least.
0: Yeah, somebody, the whole, I, somebody better be watching it, because <laughs> I, I, I've i watched it a couple times. Unless you um, told me there's something on there I need to watch. But.
3: Well, you may or may not want to check this out, Death by Fame, uh, because the second episode, I wanted to ask you about this guy, um... Half ball or something from uh, Sons of Anarchy. Do you know that this guy's story? Which one? In the TV show, his name was like half ball or something. Spoiler alert for Sons of Anarchy. He was uh, niced to death in the end of
1: uh, season two. Half ball. I, I might be getting his name wrong, but that was his whole stick. He
3: had half a ball or something. And that's what he, they called him on the show?
1: Uh, I don't remember. Johnny
3: Lewis has everything. Any 28-year-old actor could ever dream of fame, money, and a spot on Hollywood's A-list. Oh, half-sack? Hit, hit show or celebrity girlfriend can keep him from falling headfirst into the most terrifying role of his life. So, yeah. You ever hear what happened to this guy?
0: No. half sack? Yeah. Oh, I remember hearing something that he died, but I don't know what happened.
3: So, yeah, that story happened here. And, yeah, he basically just, like, lost it. I guess um, from what they were saying, uh, the people that worked on Sons, it actually wasn't the plan to get rid of him at the end of season two. He asked to be written off. So, yeah. yeah he kind of gave it all up but then yeah he seemed to actually really be dealing with some mental issues and stuff cuz he went downhill real fast he actually dated uh, Carrie Perry Katy Perry before she became
1: known
0: i heard that he had some kind of accident like a head damage and then yeah that's kinda, when
3: it, that's when know.
0: everything kind of yeah, he did all
3: kinds of weird stuff. He he would like went into people's houses and stuff left and right, and went, like assaulting people. And then it eventually came down to it that um, he basically killed his landlady and her cat, and then went off the balcony himself. So, yeah, pretty dark. <laughs>
0: And this is on Discovery Plus?
3: Yeah, it's called Death by Fame. It's the second episode, Man of Anarchy. The first episode is about, uh, I don't know if you know the uh, Amy Hardwick story. She was with a few different celebrities, Marilyn Manson
1: and eventually uh, Drew Carey. Nope. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, pretty interesting.
3: Um uh, all that true crime stuff I watch.
0: <laughs> all right. No, I haven't I I kinda after talking about that that half sack kid, um I half did half ball I called him. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was like, half ball, I don't remember anyone that <laughs> name. I had to look him up. Oh, that was half sack. I liked his character. He was cool. He was um a prospect, he eventually he was a full patch, and then he got, he got shanked up. Spoiler alert, you guys should have seen it already. But
3: Yeah, well, yeah, that was him asking to be written off the show. They didn't want to do it, but he asked out.
0: Damn. Yeah, because I remember watching something, and I was saying that he, he went nuts. Yeah. Uh, but it was, something happened to, to, I think he had, like, head trauma or something, I think, if this is, if yeah, I can yeah. remember right. And then, right. Kind of went, uh, went a little nuts and everything. So, but oh man, true crime stories. uh, I don't know. I mean, some of those are are a little yeah. It's dark.
3: It's crazy. It's crazy how like how much you're into horror, but I'm not. But how much I'm into true crime
0: and you're not. See, I can watch all this fake stuff because I know it's fake. It doesn't bother me. Right. I can watch all that. When it comes to real life stuff, it gets crazy. Um, I'll bring up this one. Dark Side of the Ring. Um, Chris Benoit. That story. Uh, if you guys know that wrestler and you know what happened, I mean, right out the gate, fuck him. I hope he burns in hell. But what he did in the ring, I thought was awesome. But him killing his wife and his son, uh, brutally murdering them and then killing himself. I mean, that's, that's fucking bullshit. I, I hate him for that. And I, I, he was awesome in the ring. I can give him that, but as, as a person and what he had done, fuck him. I, I, I hate him, but see stuff like that is, is tough for me to watch. Uh, it was just that show dark side of the ring I can I can watch it. I mean, but yeah, I, I can't I I, I can't go through some of the, some of these things when I know it happened. It, uh, I think mainly when it's dealing with kids. Those are the ones that I can't watch. When it's all these other ones. I mean, I know death is 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 hard to deal with, um, especially in these shows when these people are are like horrifically murdered. I mean, that's that's crazy. I, I can't. I can't sit down there and watch a whole show of it unless it's again if it's somebody that not someone I know personally but someone that I knew like I mean to bring this up right now I mean Trey Nichols what happened to him did that need to happen fuck no it didn't need to happen and to have fucking six six five six dudes police officers jump on this young kid and kill him Ugh, what, what did he what did he do to deserve that even if it was a traffic stop and and a guy, I, I saw the video. There was no need for him to die. I don't give a fuck what anyone says, especially that Marjorie Taylor Green bitch. Fuck you, you know the you, you fucking probably never ever got pulled over by the police for anything. Fuck you, that, that stupid bitch. Anyway, um, she said some shit that I'm just, uh, I can't stand that bitch. Anyway, um, yeah, real life stuff like that, man. Um, it's. It's going to happen. I'm not going to say it. it's not going to happen. I mean, we don't live in a perfect world, uh, especially when it comes to true crime type of stuff like this uh, and everything. It's, it's. I don't know. I can, again, I can watch all the bloody guts and gory stuff that you guys know I watch and, and talk about on the show. I know it's fake. I know it's, uh, I know some people, are, wow, can you watch that stuff? And da, da, da. I, I enjoy it because I know it's fake. But when it comes to real reality and everything and some of these stuff, it's it's kind of hard to watch. I mean, even that one, um, I know it was, I didn't, I didn't mention, I should have, this probably was one of my favorite things, to TV. I just totally forgot about it. That Dahmer one that was on Netflix. I knew the outcome. I knew what was going on. There was just some stuff that I didn't know. And that was pretty brutal on, on that show. To me, that was kind of tough to watch because I knew it happened. But I I got through the whole I got through the whole series. That type of stuff is is eerie to watch. That one show that I watched a few I think a year or two ago, um, I think it was in the beginning of the lockdown. That night stalker one that's on Netflix, that was like one of the scariest things I've ever seen. On, on what happened, and it was true that happened. I knew the story of the night stalker. I knew he was killing people. I knew they caught him. I knew. He was in jail and everything. That was about as much as I knew. I didn't know all the shit that he had done. Same thing with Dahmer on that show. I know they embellished a lot of it, but knowing that he did this stuff to these people that he killed and threw in a can of canister or whatever the hell that was. and I, that, I, that See, that's when it's true things that happen like that, That's that shit's scary. Chernobyl. That show was awesome. But it was like one of the scariest things I had seen that year because that happened. It was sad and everything and what they're trying to cover it up and all the people that died during that whole thing. That stuff is kind of hard for me to watch. Again, I can watch Terrifier. I can watch Friday the 13th, Halloween, Scream, all that shit and enjoy every second of it because I know it's fake. But when it comes to real life stuff, especially these documentaries that Zisu loves, I can't really get into them. Because it's just it's just too hard. Because I know it's based on real things, on real events that happened. I know yeah. some people tried to say, no. oh, te- Texas Chainsaw. It, it, no. <laughs> it, it, <clears throat> excuse me. It did not happen like that. It, there was Ed Gein and all that stuff. Yeah, that happened. Even documentaries on him. It is like, oh, God damn, this guy was nuts. Uh, it's, huff, yeah. it's tough for me to get through. Because yeah. all that happened, and I know it was true. That's why I can't really get into the, a lot of this stuff. I mean, even that hitchhiker show. Uh, I watched that, the the axe wielding hitchhiker. I got into that. I didn't know all that stuff he had done after he right. saved that lady. After he hit that guy with the hatchet, I didn't know all the craziness and him killing. Somebody I didn't know all that was happening. I didn't know any of that I, I kind of heard that he went to jail Because he, he had done something but I didn't know Exactly what happened so I, I Sat through that whole thing But he wasn't running around murdering People left and right so but I mean it's it's just It, it depends on, on on what I'll watch like the, the Chris Benoit one if you guys have seen that If you watch Dark Side of the Ring You know how much of a wrestling mark I am Um that was I knew that story and I knew the outcome but I had to sit there and listen and watch the people the interviewed the cops interviewed family and friends and everything and when they sh- if you haven't seen that show they do the reenactments on what's going on and everything and that's ooh that's that's even tough to watch but in the end when on these these true crime things and everything it's for me it it it's tough to watch those things only because I know it's real. So right,
3: yeah, and I get that too because definitely sometimes, like, when I watch these, I I don't know why I do it to myself, but I'm like, oh no, like this better, like this person better be okay. And then when they're not, I'm like, oh no, like I, it's like I should obviously know better. They're here to tell this true crime story, but it's like sometimes I'm like, oh, they didn't. They didn't do that. Did they? I'm like, Oh, yikes. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, once it's, if it's reality and true, true stuff that happened, it's, it's tough for me to sit there and watch it. Renee likes that stuff. She can't watch all the crazy shit I watch, but she can watch those all yeah. night.
3: Funny how that <laughs> so, works. You're either yeah, one I, or the other, I guess. <laughs>
0: I'm more into make believe and all that shit. I can watch that all night. You can tear your guts out, pull your heart out and all your intestines and everything and shove it in your mouth. I can no problem. I can sit there and eat a whole big bowl of popcorn watching that and laughing, but real life stuff. Nope. I can't do it. It's just, it's just too hard for me. Everyone. Uh, And some people are probably like, what really? Like I said, man, I know it's fake and I can watch it all. So it doesn't bother me. I'm not going to get up and walk out of the theater. Like, uh, was one people did when I saw Terrifier 2. <laughs> uh, if you guys haven't seen that yet, you need to see it. That movie was awesome. Watch the first one, Terrifier, first before you see the second one. But was <laughs> that all you had? Yes, it is. All right, everyone. Moving on to movies. I got one new movie. Well, these are one new 2023 movie and the other two are my Oscar watch. But Alright, this is a new one that came out Friday on Netflix. uh, Rated R, romance, buddy, comedy. And this is You People. Directed by Kenya Barris. Came out January 20th. And this stars uh, the great Eddie Murphy, uh, Jonah Hill, Lauren London. That name sounds familiar, but I, I know I've seen her in other things. Uh, Elaine Bennis, Julia, Louise Dreyfus, Nia Long, David Duchovny, Molly Gordon, and Young Miami. I don't know who that person is, as well as there was a lot of people in this. Uh, Rhea, Rhea, Rhea Perlman, Ria Perlman, Mike Epps. Um, where's that other dude at? Uh, Dion Cole. Uh, Felipe Esparza, he popped up in this really quick, He was, I love him you guys have seen his comedy and a ton of other people in this, alright, you people uh, a new couple and their families reckon with modern love and culture clashes socially ex- and ex- expectations and generational differences uh, okay, that was Google, where's IMDB, that might be a little different on what was going on in this film. Uh, come on, slow internet. Uh, follows a new couple and their families who find themselves examining modern love, family, dramatics, and dramatics cl- cl- cla clashing cultures, and pretty much basically the same thing. Anyway, uh, Jonah Hill is Ezra, and Lauren London is Amira. They are two, of course, Jonah Hill's white, uh, Lauren uh, Amira is black. And they kind of meet each other. Um, He thinks uh, she's an Uber driver. He gets in her car and they kind of go at it for a minute. And the next thing you know, they are kind of laughing around and they start dating each other. And then eventually they want to get married. So they have to meet the families. Eddie Murphy and Nia Long are Amira's parents. uh, Muslim family. And uh, Eddie Murphy is Eddie Murphy. And he's awesome in this. I mean, I'm. Do I love every Eddie Murphy movie? No, he put out a lot of stinkers, all the '80s stuff was amazing. But once he rolled in the '90s with Dave and all those other crazy, dumb things he had done, I didn't, I didn't care for the, some of those. But um, I haven't seen Nia Long in a long time, so it was good to see her pop up into this. But anyway, so they're trying to uh, get their families together because uh, Dave Duchovny and uh, Elaine—that's all I see her as. Um, they're Jonah, they're Ezra, Jonah Hill's parents, and they're trying to be really hip on on what they're. They're rich. Well, both of their families are rich, but they're um, the white side. Jonah Hill's family is trying to just be hip and down. Uh, Elaine is like, yeah, I know what's I know what's up. And Dave Duchovny was awesome every time he was on the screen. He was trying to be really cool. He was talking about uh, Amir came over and he started talking about exhibit. And all that. And she, and Jonah's like, Dad, what are you talking about? Go, What's up, man? Because I like X to the Z and, and shit like that. So it, it was just a lot of comedy back and forth. This was kind of long. I, I think they could have knocked off about 20 minutes of it to, to get their point across. But when Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy are together, um, they were awesome. The only thing that bugged me in this film was Jonah Hill's hair. I did not like it. Have you seen the trailers or pictures of it? It just, that bugged me the whole time. Like Every time he was on screen, that's all I could see was a stupid haircut. It was kind of long, uh, and his the, the tips or the ends were, were, like, his hair was probably blonde, and he just grew it out. And it just looked stupid, and it bugged me. But it was, I haven't seen Jonah Hill on anything in a while. So um, it was funny every time he was on the screen. Eddie Murphy was, was awesome. Uh, even Elaine, every time she was on the screen. So, but this movie was really funny. Um, I'm gonna put this on my uh best of list so far this year. Will it last all the way to December 31st? We shall see. But right now, it's on there because I thought this movie was hella funny. I want to watch it again. Uh, oh, there was another. Um, uh, is this her? Sam, yeah, Sam J. She was Mo. Uh she was, uh, uh, it, she was um. Jonah's, uh, they had a podcast. I can't remember what they called it. And uh, that was, uh, I don't know, if she was the host or the co-host. But anyway, they had a podcast together. So every time that she came on the screen, she was hilarious. I think she's a comedian. I'm not really sure. This is the first thing I've seen her in. And I thought she was hilarious. So, but um, if you like Eddie Murphy, Jonah Hill, and, and these type of comedies, definitely it's rated R. So there's language throughout Nudity, I don't think there was any in it. But it was funny. I really liked what was going on. It's a romantic comedy. But I mainly watched this because of how much a Eddie Murphy fan I am. And I'm glad that he came out uh, to do this film. Uh, I saw him on Jimmy Kimmel. And I guess they just finished uh, Beverly Hills Cop 4. I don't know what it's about. Eddie Murphy, he still looks like he can... Uh, be out there running around is Axel Foley. I don't know how old he is. He was born in 61. You guys, you guys do the math. Um, but I believe it is coming out really soon. Did you like coming to America too? I, I, it was all right. I didn't really, I did actually, I know
3: it didn't get a lot of love, but I did like it. I thought it was cool to revisit that after so long. I guess the biggest problem was it It was they tried to make it uh, family-friendly so it didn't have the R stuff like the original, you know?
0: Yeah. Okay, it says Beverly Hills Cop Full, Axel Foley. Just Beverly Hills Cop, Axel Foley. I don't know if that's the full title. Dude, there's a lot of people in this. Eddie Murphy, uh, your boy, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, the Baconator, Kevin Bacon, he's in this. Judge Reinhold's coming back. Paul Reiser. Um, Brandon Penshaw, I uh, oh, I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad he, he he was hella funny. Um, he was in the first one. I think he was in the second one. I, I don't remember. I know he was in the third one. Um, he was um what the hell is his name? Um,
1: the art, the art.
0: Um, <laughs> what the hell is his name in it. He kept calling him Axel Ackwell. And I remember that. And he was like, get the fuck out of here. No, I cannot. Uh, I can't remember his name. Serge. That was his name. <laughs> um, and and those, yeah, for a lot of the original, well, what's his name? I think he passed away, the the older cop. But uh, Paul Reiser was in the first and the second one. I think he was in the third one. <laughs> Judge Reinhold, he was in all of them. So it's cool to see that he's coming back. Um, My name is Judge. Uh. Maybe Joseph's either the new cop, maybe Kevin Bacon's the bad guy. I don't know. But uh, wait a minute, is this uh, oh, yeah, he's still oh my bad. Uh, John Ashton, he's still alive. Uh, he was tagged. he's gonna be in it too. My, my bad, my bad. I thought he had uh, he, he was no longer with us, but um, he's still with us and he's still going strong. He's gonna be in the next uh, Beverly Hills cop. So, anyway, I'm excited for that. Um, Nutty Professor, I did like both of those, so I'm cool. But Eddie Murphy, I've been a fan of his since uh, Saturday Night Live, and I loved his his comedy specials. Could he do those comedy specials today? Delirious, raw, or that uh, the first one he his first comedy album he nope. put out? No, Definitely. no, <laughs> he could not do redo that. Like if he just took his delirious or even raw. Even, even his very first one is just audio. No way he could do those. If he just took that full set and redid it again, no way. There would be a lot of people that never heard those comedy or seen those delirious or raw. I don't I think people would be mad. But I mean, I can watch him. I remember everything, all three of those. Hilarious. I love them. I can quote the jokes, but I'm not going to because I don't want to lose any listeners. They were funny to me. I'm 51 years old. I was down to a teenager when I first heard Eddie Murphy's uh, Raw Uncut stuff. But I loved him on Saturday Night Live. Uh, it was funny when he came back to host it again. Um, uh, I, I love Eddie Murphy. I mean, again, some of his movies were crappy and I didn't really care for him. But he he, he kept his... He's kept his stuff going. Could he do comedy again? I would love to see him do stand-up again, but I don't think... Um, I think he can do it if he doesn't do what he used to do, talking about certain people, uh, the way he was talking about women and and everything in this. I, I just don't think that stuff will fly today. I mean, some, some people like Andrew Dice Clay, he's still out there doing it. I follow him on Instagram. He always likes everything that I comment on. So that's cool. Shout out to Dice Man. I know some people don't don't like his comedy. Again, I am a kid of the 80s, and I loved all of it. The Dice Man cometh, awesome. I loved it when he was on Rodney Dangerfield's special. That was the first time I saw Dice. And the movies he put out, uh, The Adventures of Ford Fairlane, I love that movie. And, and he the little bit he was in um, Pretty in Pink. Uh, and then he was in um, Stars Born with Lady Gaga. He, uh, he he played her dad. He was awesome in that. But um, it's 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 just different. It was different times for, for you younger listeners. If you go back and watch those or listen to either Dice or Eddie or George Carlin, Robin Williams, Steve Martin. Steve Martin wasn't that bad. But all those other older comedians, especially Red Fox, none of that can go today. It just, it just can't maybe, so I would sit there and laugh at all of it, but I would be like, Ooh, did you, I don't think you should have said that, but that that's just how it goes. I mean, it, it's in the past, it's history and it's comedy history. And to me, it's still comedy gold. I laugh at all the things I shouldn't laugh at, but it was funny to me that back then. And, um, that's just how it was. (laughs) Everybody, Eddie Murphy, man, I would love to see him uh, do more, uh, more funny films like this I uh, can't wait to see Beverly Hills cop I didn't really care for the last one but we did watch it if you listen to action returns uh, Brian and I ran through all that that trilogy of films the first one was amazing second one was cool third one was just uh it was a mess uh, shout out to George Lucas he was in that one but Eddie Murphy I love him he's funny straight out of Brooklyn um hit that biggie <laughs> Um, but yeah, Eddie Murphy. In the house. Yep. Eddie Murphy, man. He is who he is. But uh, You Fool. Aren't You Fool? Uh, that was shit. That was another show I didn't put on my best of list. I totally forgot about that. You Fool. If you guys aren't watching that, it's on Hulu. Hella funny. I love that show. Check it out. I was watching it today. But anyway, You People is uh, the new film on Netflix starring Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill. I loved it. I thought it was funny. Right now, it's on my list uh, of best movies, but we're. I think we're recording this on January thirty first. This is the last month, the first month of twenty twenty three. So no
3: films for my list.
0: There's gonna be plenty more uh, things right now that's out there. But right now, this show, this movie is probably the the first on my list. I think I already put one on. I can't remember, but um, this one right now is is on my list for best of. Oh, really quick, I talked about that film. Uh, I did a whole episode, or Brian and I did a full episode on the Skinner Rink. Um, and I did kind of talk about it uh, on here for a little bit of the last episode. <laughs> and uh, if you guys listen to that episode, thank you. I my attitude has changed on that film. I'm gonna watch it again once it hits Shutter. I think it hits Shutter if it's not tomorrow, uh, sometime in February. I watched the video. I can't. I can't remember the guy's name. Who, who he was kind of explaining it. This is how he thought the film was. So I was like, okay, if that's I was As I was, as he was talking about it, explaining what he thought the film was about, because if you did see the film and have no idea what the hell it was about, like me, I didn't know what the hell was going on and why this was happening. Um, He made it a, a good explanation. I was thinking how he was thinking while I was watching it, but I just wasn't really sure. Plus, I watched it really late at night and I was tired when Brian and I recorded that episode. I think it was like two in the morning uh, when we recorded it. So we were both tired. But. I want to watch that again, going in it with a different mindset on uh, what that guy was explaining and what I was thinking, because I was kind of thinking like, ah, all right. So uh, I'm going to give that that movie one more watch once it hits shutter and I will come back and tell you, um, will it be on my good list or will it be on my bad list or I just didn't care for it um, right now? Just from what I remember, there was just a lot of nothing going on on the screen. But like I said, after I heard that guy's explanation on what he thought, there's a lot of different videos on there on YouTube with people trying to explain it. And there's a lot of videos of people that loved it. And there's more than enough videos on there of people that hated that film. But I'm going to give it a shot one more time and I'll come back on here and let you guys know uh, what I thought about it. But you people streaming on Netflix, definitely check it out. I think it's worth your time. If you love Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill, this is this is one to watch. All on to my Oscar watch for uh, these are all films that came out in 2022. I watched two of them so far, uh, plus the original three that I watched. Uh, Everywhere all at once, um, Maverick, and there was another one I can't remember. But all right, I'm gonna start it off with Tar. This is I think that's how you say it. A film that came out last year. Uh, Renowned musician Linda Tarr is days away from recording the symphony that will elevate her career. When all elements seem to conspire against her, Linda's adopted daughter, Petra, becomes an integral emotional support for her struggling mother. This film came out October 7th of last year and is directed by Todd Field. And it stars Kate Blanchett, Nia Nia Haas... Ooh, I think it's Naomi. I don't know. There's things over the O, the E, and I. But anyway, uh, Merlin, Sophie Cower, Sidney Lemon, and Mark Strong. Tar. I see why it was nominated. I love Kate Blanchett. That was the main reason I watched this film. When I watched it, whether, and even if she wasn't in it, yes, because it's nominated for Best Picture. Would this be my pig? No, because this movie was boring. Oh, I had to watch it in two shots. The first, I was like, oh, something happened. It was just talk, 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 talk. Um, I'm not a symphony listener, um, but I mean, I could see why Kate Blanchett, she is nominated. She was awesome. She's awesome in just about everything she's done. Uh, Mark Strong, he's good as well. Everything I see him in. But it was just a lot of talking about her career and what what she's what she's got building up. And then her daughter comes into play. So if you're into these type of films, these slow, slow, dramatic films, then definitely check it out. Don't listen to me. I'm just giving you my opinion on what I thought on the film. It's P- streaming on Peacock now. So I was like, ugh. And it was like. I think it was like two and a half hours or something like that. And I was just watching the clock. I was like, Oh, come on. I started it early too. So I was like, Oh my God, something, something happened in this. Yeah. It was two hours and 38 minutes. Um, Kate Blanchett, beautiful. I love her, but I'm sorry, girlfriend. I, I, I couldn't do it. I, like I said, I had to do this in, in two shots and, uh, as far as her acting in it, amazing. Every time she was on the screen, she was awesome. It just, This just wasn't a movie for me. Will I ever sit down and watch it again? No. It's certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, and uh, the critics loved it, but the regular audience, everybody was like, oh, that was two and a half hours I can never get back. What was going on in this movie? It was so boring. I fell asleep. I got mad at my boyfriend or mad at my girlfriend for making me watch or taking me to the movies and making me watch this boring shit. Um, it was boring. Um, but I just, I don't know. It wasn't a movie for me. This isn't something that, uh, if, it, if it wasn't nominated for Best Picture, I would not even attempted to watch this film. But um, again, to each his own. Ah, uh, there was some parts I did I did like what's going on, mainly dealing with Cable and Shed and what her, what she was going, what she was dealing with in this story. And again, I'm going back to her acting. She is an amazing actor, and I loved every time she was on the screen. But again, this just wasn't a movie for me. Uh, if you want to check it out, go for it. Don't listen to what I'm saying. Uh, check it out. You have got Peacock; it's streaming on there. So, yeah, that's uh, Tar. All right, the next one. I watched this one on Netflix, and this is All Quiet on the Western Front. War breaks out in Germany in 1914. Paul Baumeyer, I think that's how you say his name, and his classmates quickly enlist in the army to serve their fatherland. No sooner are they drafted that the first images of the battlefield show them the reality of war. Uh, this is directed by Edward Berger, and this stars... Let me get to IMDb really quick. Uh, this isn't the there's a 1931. If you guys have seen that one, out um, young German soldiers' terrifying experiences and distress of the Western Front during World War One. Uh, this star, I watched it. I was I started watching this late, and I didn't feel like reading. I put the the English dubbed version on it. Um, you can listen to this in uh, the language they were speaking. No, oh, excuse me. Um... Ooh, these names, Felix Kammerer, she played Paul Bauer. Uh, ooh. I'm sorry, boys, I am not going to try <laughs> with these last names. But anyway, uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, this movie was awesome. I loved it. This was two and a half hours that I was, I was in for. This movie was hella good. I wished I could could have seen this on the big screen, especially for all the war scenes and everything that was going on. Um, it's really bloody. Um, this just war. I, the only issue I had about it, it was CGI blood on parts when uh, the soldiers were getting shot. And it just to me, it just didn't look good. But that, that didn't take me out of the film. What was going on in this? Um, it was horrific. I've never been in war. I've never been in the military, but I've just seen stories from friends, family, and the movies that I've seen. But this one was awesome. It was really a really, really good war story. Um, These aren't Nazis that I can't remember what uh, German Union Army or whatever they were a part of. but it, this one was really good. I thought the special effects were good, especially the war stuff when all that was going on. This was like not just yeah, let's go and kill the enemy and all that. It was about that too. But these young gentlemen that enlisted, they were all happy friends. Yeah, let's go. We're gonna this enlist and go fight for our country. They were all gung ho. But once they got on the battlefield, I mean their their minds had changed uh, on what they thought war was. And I'm sure some. Some of our soldiers, men and women, uh, were like this. Um, Again, I know nothing of war. I know nothing of the military. So, But this was a really, really good movie. It it was real emotional at times because uh, it focuses on this young gentleman, and he just has to see his friends die in front of him and all these other soldiers on what's going on in this war. And I think this movie could have been three, four hours, and I, I would have been there all there for it. Um, I thought all the battle fights, all the battle scenes and everything, it's not like war throughout, but when, when it is war and everything going on, I think it's, it's awesome on what they did. Uh, the special effects with the, the, the old airplanes that were flying around, I think they were real. I don't know. They looked real to me or they might've been CGI. Uh, but there was one part that was like, oh man, I, I wouldn't want to ever live through anything, anything like this, much less be in a war. Um, they were uh are this that the guy and, and all his soldiers they were they were um uh, just running into war and they they kind of stopped and they saw the enemies coming and they all had flamethrowers and they were like fuck and they just just started shooting at them. They were just shooting at those guys with the flamethrowers. And those guys with the flamethrowers were just getting closer and closer. The only reason I'm talking about this is it's in the trailer. And when those flamethrowers got close to to the little uh, little bunker things that they were hiding in, the little trenches, and they just started blasting all those soldiers in, I was like, damn. Um, it, was, it was awesome. I thought it was a really good film. Um, if I would have saw this last year, it would have definitely been on my best of. Uh, 2022. I kept meaning to watch it. Shout out to um, uh, Big Jesse, a.k.a. Blind Frankenstein. He told me to watch it, but I just eh, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And I, I should have gotten to it, man, because this movie was amazing. It definitely would have been on my best of uh, 2022. Um, do, does it have what it takes to be best picture? I don't know. I think maybe score and and special effects it probably probably will. I, I don't know. But if it wins best picture, cool. I'll be I'll be happy. But I I don't I don't know. I, I don't know if it's got the the juice to to make it. That's my opinion. I mean, people at the Academy, they're the ones that vote for it. So All right. Right now what I've seen, uh, Maverick, everything everywhere all at once, All Quiet on the Western Front, Elvis, and Tar. So that's one, two, three, four. Four films that, uh, yeah, one, two, three, four. No, five films that I've seen. And I got five more to go. Uh, Avatar. Uh, I'll get to it. <laughs> I have to. It's part of the watch. I think I think that'll be the last one uh, I'm going to watch. I think the next one I'm going to tackle is that Banshees of Enchirin or whatever the hell that one's called. Um, I think that's the one I'm going to get to next. So, but right now, Tar is not even on my list, but, um, if Kate Blanchett wins for best actor, actress, or whatever they're saying, I'm in, I'm I'll, I'll let her have it. Cause I, I just love her. And I thought she did an amazing job in the film. Again, it just wasn't a film for me. Um, but you, you be the judge, you check it out for yourself. And, uh, Everything, but right now, out of the five films that I've seen, uh, I'm still going with Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. So, oh, but all right, everyone, that's uh, my Oscar watch so far. I've started, so I'm five in at the halfway point. Got five more to go. I think Avatar will be the very last one that I see. I'm gonna go see that in the theater. I'm not sure if these other ones are in the theater. Um I got to look around. And I think The Fableman's is still in the theater in Reno. It's not it's not playing where I'm at, but The Banshees one, I, is that on Netflix or HBO? Do you know? HBO. All right. Well, I was right, for it too and it let me know. Oh man. All right. I'm, t- I'm still going to watch it everyone. <laughs> so, um dude, check out All Quiet on the Western Front. That movie was awesome. I loved it. So, uh for those of you that uh, like things that I suggest. If you like these type of films, these war movies, it's not just war. Uh, there is some dramatic stuff going on into it. Um, but just, just watch it for what it is. If you've got a big TV and you got the sound system, turn it up, especially during uh, the battle scenes. But this is a depressing film just mainly because of uh, the, the horrors of war. And everything that are going on in this thing. If you watch it, the dub version, cool. If you if you want to read the whole movie film, go for it. Um, I was just tired <laughs> when I started it. So I, I, I just put it on dubbed. And I just watched it like that through the whole thing. But I love this film. I thought it was an amazing film. Again, it would have been on my best of 2022 if I watched it last year. But I didn't. So I'm kicking myself right now. But All Quiet on the Western Front, it gets two thumbs up from me. Because this movie was awesome. Check it out. It's on Netflix. Ah, Sports, you got anything?
3: Uh, Just that, you know, the NBA season continues. Obviously, keeping up with my Warriors. Um, Three-game winning streak right now. Uh, Climb to fifth in the standing, as it has been most of the season. We got a bunch of teams uh, bunched up. Pretty much teams four through three or four through uh, 12 are within a few games of each other. So a week can change everything. Uh, a win streak or a lose streak can change everything. And, and uh, like just a week ago, we were in like the ninth spot or something. And now we're up in fifth. So right outside, uh, you need a top four spot, if you want home home court uh, for at least one, one round in the playoffs. So, That'd uh, be a nice goal to shoot for. The interesting thing, though, is uh, the longest drought in the four major sports, uh, basketball, hockey, football, baseball, the longest drought in uh, all the sports, the Sacramento Kings. uh, They haven't made the playoffs in the longest time out of the four major sports. And uh, right now, that team, is having their best season in a long time since the early 2000s. And uh, they're in the three seed right now. So that's been pretty interesting, um, especially being here in California. Honestly, I haven't run into too many local uh, Kings fans here, but as far as Sacramento goes, they're having a lot of fun. Light the beam. They got a, a beam every time that uh, the team wins. And. Uh, they got the fans excited in the arena and they're in Sacramento I haven't been there yet Have you been to Golden One Arena for any reason since it uh, opened?
0: I have not but I think I will be there in March okay for for aew cool. that's, gonna, that's gonna be going I think it's there I'm pretty sure it's there but uh, yeah I doubt
3: I, it would be at Arco that'd be the only other option obviously so Arco Chase,
0: still exists Chase Center is that what it is?
3: Now, Chase is where the Warriors play. Golden One is where uh, the Kings play.
0: Oh, I'm looking at the wrong thing then. I was trying to find because it's going to be in Sacramento. Yeah. So, but.
3: Oh, I guess it's not Arco anymore. I guess it's Sleep Train Arena. Um, the old Kings Arena is Sleep Train. And, uh, yeah, where the Kings play now currently, the new arena is golden
0: one. Yeah. Golden one center. That's where, uh, AEW is going to be in March. Okay. Um, So you'll uh, be in the building. Yeah. I want to go. It's on a Wednesday. I guess it's like right before a pay-per-view, so it should be good. Uh, shout out to my boy, Donnie. He was the one that told me about it. So, um, been to many WWE ones. I'll get to that when we get to sports, but, uh, Yeah, I want to go. I've never been there, so this will be the first time that I go.
1: Uh,
3: Yeah, as far as uh, sports, that's it for me. Um, I know you're excited. The Niners didn't advance. The only thing was (laughs) if you watch that that game, it wasn't much of a game. Niners lost their quarterback and their backup quarterback. They literally had no quarterback. So it was like. it, It wasn't even a game. It wasn't even, like, competitive. It was, like, all the Niners could do was run.
0: No excuses. The they got smoked. Good. Fuck you. They had no quarterback. It don't matter. They, probably got, they got 100 quarterbacks on that team. They got yeah, smoked. Yeah,
3: they, they had Trey Lance. He got hurt at the start of the season. Then they had Jimmy Garoppolo. He got hurt, led to Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy got hurt in the first part of the game. And then uh, Josh Johnson, the pack up to him, he got a concussion, couldn't come back in the game. So they had to go back to Purdy, who was playing with like a separated shoulder or something. He couldn't even throw. So he just kept handing the ball off. It wasn't even a
0: game. They got smoked. They got deleted. Take out your your Metro cards and get aboard the L-Train along with us, the A.C. Hawks, and then the Broncos and the Sariaz Raiders. So we'll all be Uh at home. We'll all be at home watching the Super Bowl. But I'm glad they didn't make it. Fuck 49ers and the Raiders. Broncos actually just did get uh, their new coach,
3: the old uh, Saints coach, Sean Payton. Uh, The funniest part about it is it's not official yet. And the Broncos Instagram or all probably all their social media. They posted um, a picture of a Broncos uh, visor because that's like Sean Payton's like signature look is the visor. And it was like they just posted the visor and it was something like add to cart or something like that. (laughs) It was funny. (laughs) It's like not official yet, but. So yeah, I guess we got a big time coach. At least I don't know, I don't know how much that does for us. Um, yeah, we're the fifth worst record in the league, which gives uh, your Seahawk the uh, fifth pick in the draft.
0: <laughs> no, uh, no Broncos country. Let's ride. Is he still on the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's locked in. Garbage oh too. <laughs>
3: we're locked in him for another year. Hopefully, uh, Sean, will, uh, unlock him and uh, get him going, because last
0: year was terrible. I'm hearing rumors that um, Tom Brady is going to the Jets. Have you heard anything about that? Uh, Aaron
3: Rodgers is who I'm hearing is going to the Jets. Brady, hey, Aaron. The Brady rumors I heard were Dolphins or Raiders.
0: Go to the Raiders. Well, they win the Super Bowl. Hell no, they went. Tom Brady's done. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, I know Derek Carr is gone. He's garbage. Good. Well, you Go know, it's fun. Someone else. Uh,
3: he's gone from the Raiders, but um, he's now officially an alternate for the Pro Bowl. So, one last time, he's got to wear uh, Raiders patch because he's uh, – he's, he's, Still technically representing the Raiders at the Pro Bowl.
0: <laughs> there was this one dude I found on uh, on um on TikTok. He, he was a Forty er fan. Oh man, his videos, they were hilarious. I know a lot of my, all my friends and family that are Forty er fans hated all the shit I was posted about the 49ers, <laughs> but I don't care. Fuck the 49ers. Uh, his name is original or OG. Uh, I can't say this how they say it in Spanish. Carnal, Carnal, or however you say that. Uh, follow him. Man, his videos were hilarious. There was one he posted about him paying $2,000 to see oh, whoever. Yeah. <laughs> two <saw> <laughs> he paid two. I don't know if he paid $2,000 for his ticket, but his, his capture is he paid $2,000 to see whoever from the 49ers, and they lost and. um John. Shout out, shout out to all the the um, the Eagles fans that were around him. I'm sure he told him, "Hey, I'm making this video. Just kind of, I'm gonna sit here and then talk all the shit you want." Because they were all on him, and uh, he he was taking it as a sport. I'm sure he was cool with everybody, anything. But watching his videos, um, the lead up to that big game were hilarious. I started following him on. On TikTok, he's diehard. He's one of the um, the Bang Bang Niner gang. But uh, they lost. They didn't have the juice. And everyone trying to blame, oh, just because our quarterbacks it don't matter. If you they don't they, have a quarterback, they have other quarterbacks that are just sitting on the bench. No, they, they didn't. Did. Have... That was the problem. They they, did, only... they had two quarterbacks and that was it. That don't was usually, it. Don't they usually have like ten just in no, case? Because they had
3: four on the roster, two were hurt and two could play, and then two got hurt.
0: Oh, See, that Well, that's what you guys learn. You live and learn, man. You get more than that, just in case. So, but, and then that's excuses. You guys were garbage. You didn't have the juice. Uh, any 49er fans, I don't care what you say. I've never been a 49er fan. Yes, there's pictures of me wearing a 49er shirt. I always said that. But, no, I've never been a 49er fan. One side of the bay only. It's either, it was, at that time, it was Raiders and A's. Now it's just A's. Fuck the Raiders. Go Seahawks. Um, yeah, I was never a Giants fan, never. And there is pictures of me with a Giants hat on out there somewhere. Um, but nah, never a Giants. Speaking of Giants, we should go to that game to get that uh, Ooh, that uh, yeah. Mando that Mando <laughs> that Mando Funko Pop. Find out how much those tickets are first, because that what you sent me that sounds like it might be pricey. <laughs>
3: no, no. Uh, if it's anything like past years, it's actually surprisingly decent.
0: And what is, what is that
3: talking like in hundred dollars or less?
0: hundred dollars is steep for a team that I hate. (laughs) I'd rather stand outside and hold up $50 and try to get one from someone that that comes out. Um, but that's a special.
3: Yeah. Clearly that happened with last year. I sent you that thing of the three PO from last year and somebody on eBay has already sold 15 of them at whatever, like 60 bucks a pop. So. (laughs)
0: <laughs> he obviously didn't pay $60. He probably paid. Yeah.
3: I'm guessing, yeah. He turned to people and was like, 20 bucks, 20 bucks, 20 bucks, 10 bucks, whatever.
0: Was it a special ticket or was it whoever walked in got one?
3: So there's two different versions, and I'm guessing they only revealed this one for Mando, but last year there was a orange 3 PO. That was the more general ticket. For Most people and then if you bought like the VIP ticket, that was like the expensive one you got the uh, Orange one and you got a black one an all black three PO so that was like That was like the rare one, but I'm guessing they'll do that again Like the one that we saw I bet that'll be for everybody and then the, they might do the same They might do like an all-black Mando
0: all right. Well, see I'm going to find out uh how much it is and everything. Yep. And uh yep. I hate the Giants, but I want that thing. I do want one. <laughs> I like how it looks. So um the A's uh they didn't give us no Star Wars one. I think they gave us a reissued uh Black That's Panther one. Yeah, yeah. so um, but yeah, find out how much it is and when it is and uh, uh maybe uh ESP will be in the house.
1: Yeah, um, am I
0: gonna have my green and gold on? Fuck yeah, I am. But uh, I want that pop. <laughs> Jack. So we shall see. I haven't been to a baseball game. When when did the pandemic start? Two years ago <laughs> or yeah. three years ago? How long? It I was, before all that was the last time I went to an A's game.
3: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, a long time for me too. I can't even remember when last time. <laughs> all right. Long time
0: Uh, Hold on, someone's texting me. Got anything else? No, no. All right, WWE Royal Rumble 2023 took place in, what was it, San Antonio, I believe. Uh, I'm just going to run through everything that happened. Was the pay-per-view, I really didn't care for the matches other than the, the two Royal Rumbles. Um, I don't know. It just, it, it, I didn't have any interest in them, um, except for the main event. I'll, I'll get to that in a minute, but the, uh, 30 man Royal rumble, I thought it was awesome. The most awesome moment in it was when, um, uh, what the hell was his name? <sighs> Paul, uh, Logan Paul and, um, Oh, the black gentleman. Um, 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 What's his name? Geez, I can picture him. For those of you that watch it, you're probably all screaming it at me. Um, Ricochet. Uh, I put the video up on Instagram. I think it's down already. Um, They were going at it. And both of them were on the outside of the ring and they springboarded onto the top rope and then just dove at at each other in the middle of the ring and crashed into each other, fell down. And, oh, man, I was like, ah! I was going off during that part. So uh, the Royal Rumble was cool. I loved what was going on. They really didn't bring in a lot of uh, surprise guests. There was, like, maybe one or two but nothing to, to write home about. Um, I was waiting for uh, Edge to come in, and he came in at number twenty-four. Uh, he came in, and I was juiced <laughs> when, when Edge came out. Uh, there was an issue; Ray Mysterio was supposed to come at the seventeen, uh, number seventeenth spot, but he never came out. So I think that's just a lead up to what's going to happen at WrestleMania. Uh, the first one that came in the ring was uh, was Gunther. He lasted pretty much to the end, and uh, he took on uh, the American Nightmare. Uh, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes ended up uh, winning. The uh, he came, he was number thirty, and he, so he was the freshest body in there. He came out, he ended up winning uh, the Royal Rumble, and it, it was cool uh, when he came in. When Brock Lesnar came in, I was he came in at number twelve. I was like, ah, oh! I thought he immediately came in and started throwing fools out, but he didn't last very long. He only lasted like minutes before he got thrown out. I was kind of bummed because I remember last year. Brock Lesnar was number one. I think he was number one, and he was throwing everybody out of the ring left and right. So no, wasn't. uh, Was it last? I think might have been the year before. I can't remember whatever year that was. But uh, it was good to. um, uh, It was good to see him come back out. Uh, But uh, Gunther, Sheamus, The Miz, Kofi Kingston, Johnny Gargano, Xavier Woods, Karrion Cross, Chad Gable. Uh, Drew McIntyre, Santos Escobar Angelo Dawkins, Brock Lesnar Bobby Lashley, Baron Corbin Seth Rollins Otis, uh, Dominic Mysterio Elias uh, Finn Balor, oh Booker T He came out uh, You don't want to walk with Elias? No I don't want to walk, he's garbage (laughs) (laughs) But Booker T came out That was a shocker to me Because once his music hit Can you dig it sucker? And then ah, He came out and no man, Booker T. Man, he's OG five times, y'all. He is in the the Hall of Fame. It was good to see him come out. He came in, threw out some fools, and then did the spin rooney, and then they threw him out. (laughs) But it was awesome to see uh, when Booker T came out. All right, uh, Damian Priest, uh, Montez Ford, Edge, Austin Theory, uh, Omas. I was happy he came in, but he did nothing. He threw out a couple of guys, but then uh, nothing happened. They threw him out. Ron Strowman came out. He started wrecking everybody, and then they all threw him out. Rick Shea came out. Then Logan Paul came out, and then the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, came out, and he ended up pulling the whole thing out. Uh, The Royal Rumble, that was the beginning. The Men's Royal Rumble, I thought it was awesome. I loved what was going on. This next match was stupid. I did not like it at all. Bray Wyatt taking on LA Knight in a pitch black match. It was basically just a a, a blue light, black light or whatever you call those. And they were just, oh, come on, don't do Bray Wyatt like this. I don't know what they were trying to do here. Um, Bray Wyatt ended up defeating LA Knight uh, via pinfall. And I just did not care for this match at all. Uh, the next one was uh, the Raw Women's Championship, the, uh, Bianca Belair. Uh, EST taking on Alexa Bliss. Uh, Bianca Belair, I love her, but this match was just, eh, I didn't really care for it either. Uh, Bianca Belair ended up uh, winning. Uh, she pinned uh, Alexa Bliss. I wish Alexa Bliss would go back to that crazy black eyeliner and black stuff coming out of her mouth look. Cause that's when I loved her. and I, I hate her now. But, eh, Bianca Bella is still the champ, and I didn't really care for this match. All right, the next one, the Women's Royal Rumble. This was, to me, was awesome. I loved every second of this. Uh, it was way better than the, the men's one because I've always said this, even if you listen to the Royal Rumble, or the, um, the wrestling returns, Brian and I are going to go through it. Um, the women always go harder than the dudes, and they definitely went harder harder in this all right, really quick. All the women. Rhea Ripley came out as number one. Then Liv Morgan, Dana Brooke, Emma. I love Emma. I'm glad she came back. Uh, Shayna Baszler, um, and the Queen of Spades. I love her. Uh, the base Champ, Bailey. She came out. B. Fab, Roxanne Perez, Dakota Kai, uh, EO Sky, Natalia. Uh, the beautiful Candice LeRae. I, I was good to see her. Zoe Stark, uh, Zyli, um Becky Lynch. Tegan Knox, Oscar Piper Nevin. I love Piper Nevin. I'm glad she went back to Piper Nevin and not that stupid dew dropper, whatever the hell they were calling her. Um, but shout out to the the announcers. They kept throwing in uh, this is her her time is due and she's about to drop people. And they kept trying to throw that in there, man. So shout out to them. They were funny. But Piper Nevin, I love you. Glad uh, they went back to regular name. Uh, Tamina, I'm glad she came back. Awesome. Uh, Chelsea Green. Uh, Zelina Vega, and she didn't last very long. Oh, I love Raquel R- R- Rodriguez. She's awesome. She came in and she was roughing up everybody. Uh, mention uh, Lacey Evans, um, uh, Michelle McCool. Uh, she came out. She's a she's a former champ. She's not she hasn't been wrestling. It was just a surprise. It was good to see her. She was sitting in the front row, and then they called her name, and then she just took off her sweatshirt and jumped in the ring. So that was awesome. Uh, Andy Hartwell, Sonya Deville. Um I love Sonya Deville. She posted a picture on her Instagram. I think it was over her left eye. She had this huge gash like her face busted open. I watched the rumble again. I don't know when it happened. It might have happened when she got thrown out of the ring and they just didn't show it. But I don't remember her cuz that 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 gash over her eye was huge and it looked like it did take some stitches, maybe some staples to shut it. Um so that's gonna be a, a pretty big scar over her 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 eyebrow. Um, again, I don't know when that happened. I didn't really do my research on how it happened and when it happened. It didn't happen when she was in the ring, because I'm pretty sure if it did, blood would have been pouring down her face. So, but I don't know. But Sonya Deville, hope I know you're all right because you posted the pictures and everything. So, ah, in the Bay Area Shotzi Shotzi Art, She came out in number twenty eight spot. She was awesome. Ah. Uh, I wish she would have won, but she didn't. Uh, my girl, I was predicting uh, Sarah Logan to come out. She didn't come out, so I was kind of bummed. Uh, the <laughs> Nikki Cross is back. No more uh, Nikki A.S.H., almost superhero. I'm, I, I did like that gimmick, but I'm glad that she's back as a regular craziness. Uh, she came out in 29th spot. And the surprise to me, which I did not know was coming, was Nia Jax came back. She got cut, uh, I think, like a year or so ago, maybe. Um, And she just said, "I'm not." I guess they tried to get her to come back the last Rumble, and she said, "Nah." This time, she came back. It was a surprise to me, and maybe to a lot of you that were watching the Rumble. But when her music hit and she came out, she basically jumped in the ring. "I'm back, bitches!" and started roughing (laughs) roughing everybody up. So it was awesome. The part that I loved, uh, Rhea Ripley, she picked up Nia Jax and gave her the Riptide. Didn't pick her all the way up, but picked her up enough. You guys know who Nia Jax is. She's a pretty big gal, and I'm all about that. <laughs> so, And Rhea Ripley, which I love Rhea Ripley, she she picked her up and gave her the Riptide. So I thought that was cool. Um, Rhea Ripley ended up winning the whole thing, and I was happy that. I think Brian was the one uh, that picked her um, and she's got her match. Uh, I think she's going to, uh, again, she's, uh, she announced it on Raw. She's going after Charlotte uh, at Re- uh, WrestleMania. So I need to find out which day that is because so, I want to see that match, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte. There's been a lot of uh, uh, tension between them, especially when Rhea came, first came into the WWE because she was blonde and everything in the beginning, and she looked similar to Charlotte Flair. And maybe, I don't know, maybe it was her idea to cut her hair and change it and color it, or maybe it was the the higher-ups said, look, we already have a tall, blonde, hot chick. Um, you need to cut that hair and change your gimmick or whatever. Um, I think she's from, uh, Rhea's from uh, Rhea Ripley's from Australia. Awesome in the indies. She was awesome in NXT now that she's on the main roster and everything. I'm glad they're giving her this push. She was champ at one point. So, hopefully, uh, she can take uh, down um, uh, Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania because I am shooting for uh, Rhea Ripley to win and hold that belt up again, once again. Um, but, again, uh, this, uh, the Women's Royal Rumble was was awesome. It was better than the dudes. It was cool, but I always like the women because they go harder, and I'm glad Rhea won. Uh, the next match, this was the main event, the Undisputed WWE Universal Championship match. Roman Reigns taking on Kevin Owens. This was a good match. They beat the hell out of each other through the whole thing, both of them. only These two only have handfuls of moves, but they, they both do it good, especially Kevin Owens. He's amazing. Uh, Sami Zayn was on the outskirts. He came down with uh, Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, and uh, what's his name? Paul Heyman. They got into it. Uh, they beat the hell out of each other. Um, Roman Reigns ended up pinning, uh, pinning um, Kevin Owens. And uh, he won. Uh, but then uh, the Usos came out and solo, and they were all going to beat the hell out of Kevin Owens while he was laying there. And they, Roman Reigns tried to get Sami Zayn to to do it. But Sami Zayn, uh, he, Roman Reigns was about to hit Sami, uh, Kevin Owens with a, with a chair. But Sami Zayn kind of jumped in the way. He was like, come on, Tribal Chief, he, he's he's done. You beat him up. He's, he's, he's good. Because that Kevin Owens was just beat the hell laying, leaning against the ropes after the Usos and Solo and them all beat the hell out of him, So he kind of stopped and Roman Reigns like, you know what here, he gave Sami Zayn the chair and wanted him to hit, uh, uh Kevin Owens, but he did it. He didn't he ended up turning on, uh, the tribal chief and hit him on the back with the, <laughs> with the chair. And that's all it took. And they beat the hell out of Sami Zayn. So I don't know where that's going for WrestleMania, but I, but I know, um, Cody Rhodes is taking on Roman Reigns at uh, WrestleMania. There was a rumor that I heard that The Rock was coming back uh, to WrestleMania to take on uh, Roman Reigns as well. I don't know if that's true or not. That's just what I'm hearing. But definitely one of those nights, Roman Reigns is going up up against uh, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. I want to be there that night too. So I might just have to buy two tickets for Saturday and Sunday and just be there for the whole weekend. I don't know yet. I don't care where I'm sitting in there, as long as I'm in the building. It's at the um, Chargers and Ram Stadium, whatever that stadium's called. Is it SoFi, I think? I don't know what it is. It is. Okay. Well, that's where it's going to be at, a.k.a. Uh, WrestleMania is going to Hollywood. Uh, it's not near Hollywood. But uh, I want to be there because I do want to see these matches and everything. I'll, if I'm not there, of course, I'll watch them. At home, but uh, it's in California I do have a place to stay down there Shout out to Mike Uh, I'll just have to rent a car so I can drive back and forth I don't want to Uber it and all that Or I don't know, we'll see how it goes But uh, Royal Rumble, it was cool It was just the in-between matches I didn't really care for But uh, shout out to Rhea Ripley And uh, the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes, both of them Getting their championship uh, shots for WrestleMania And that was royal rumble 2023 uh listen to the horror returns brian I and I, I brian and i are going to talk about some more on what was going on and what he thought about everything is and yeah so that's it as far as sports that is it um i don't have anything for star wars unless you do i
3: do uh right. two small things one the uh most recent episode of the bad batch which is continuing here is a weekly uh show obviously uh pretty interesting a connection to the uh jedi fallen order game uh a really cool connection if you if you're uh, familiar with the game then uh they made a connection there the Zepho so uh it'll be interesting to see if they do any uh further connections with uh, Jedi fallen order or the Zepho or anything like that. Uh, maybe not if in bad batch, maybe uh, another animation or who knows, maybe even one of the live action series uh, Mandalorian or something like that. Speaking of Jedi fallen order though, we're right around the corner from Jedi survivor, the sequel to Jedi fallen order coming out. It was supposed to come out in March, but today it got pushed back to April. So a little bit of a bummer that we got to wait for it. But, uh, you know, they're tuning it up all the bugs and whatnot. So, uh, that's fine. We can wait a little longer for, for April. I am really looking forward to that. Uh, I really did enjoy the, the story of, uh, Jedi fallen order and the fact that it's got a, uh, you know, an uh, actor that's been in other stuff. He played uh, Joker in the uh, Gotham uh, TV series, the the guy that plays Cal Kestis, the main character in uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, I'm hoping we see him cross over to something. Uh, one of the live-action shows, it would be cool to see him. We already saw his... Uh, droid not the exact one but the model the bd droid uh was in the second season or no not the second season it was in uh mandalorian or uh, the book of Boba Fett* when the mandalorian had his themed episodes and he visited uh pelly and they were building the uh n1 starcraft they uh they had the little bd1 unit so i was excited uh, just as a fan of uh jedi fallen order to see that i thought oh man it's bd1 but it was just a bd droid so but yeah uh, as far as uh, like i like i said uh, we got week to week with uh, bad batch right now and that'll take us all the way uh through february and i think it'll still be going when mandalorian starts on uh, March 1st, so looking forward to that. But I'm surprised we haven't got a release date for uh, the first MCU TV show of the year, which is going to be Nick Fury and Sam Jackson in uh, Secret Invasion. I thought we'd hear by now. I figured that would be coming out in March, but now I'm wondering if uh, they're going to let Mando... Play out for those eight weeks, and then maybe have a uh, secret invasion after that. But that would push that. What, what would that be? If it, if Mando runs uh, March and April, that'd be May, I guess, for a secret invasion. I guess I could see that, but uh, I'm a little surprised they're they're waiting that long to get a MCU uh, show out. The next MCU we're gonna get here. Uh, we're just right around the corner for it, uh, This, as this is the last day of uh, January. We're, uh, what, two weeks away? Yep, uh, two weeks from this Thursday from uh, Ant-Man, Quantum Mania. So, really looking forward to that, too. Uh, the start of Kang and the Kang Dynasty. Uh, super excited for that, so... We'll see how that goes. But yeah, I guess that'll uh, take us to the week in collecting. Um, Not too much for me. I got a big order coming in tomorrow. But uh, for right now, uh, Anakin Skywalker, two lightsabers. This was the uh, New York Comic-Con exclusive. I wasn't able to get it through... Funko when it was uh, first launched but it was shared with Amazon and for some reason it took them till now to ship this is the start of last October that this came out but it took uh, until now the very end of January for it to finally release so uh, but it is a pretty cool sculpt. It's Anakin Skywalker with the two lightsabers, as we was seen at the end of uh, episode two, Attack of the Clones. So it's got uh, Anakin Skywalker braid hanging off the side of his head. And the one green saber, one blue saber. So pretty cool. It's finally here. I just don't know why it took so long for it to come out. But uh, yeah, that's... Uh, only real recent arrival, um, but yeah, got a big, big order coming in tomorrow. So uh, definitely have more for you next time. Pick up uh, anything
0: recently? I have not picked up anything. Um, really quick, Nick Fury is—is is he gonna be in space?
1: Uh,
3: most of it's gonna take place here because it's about the Skrull uh, invasion here on earth. So uh, I'm sure that's where he's going to start. Cause I, I'm pretty sure that's where we left him off. Uh, when he was last contacted, he was hanging out there. Talos, the scroll was hanging out on earth. And he, any, any contacted fury who was just cruising around in space. So, <clears throat> but yeah, uh, I take it a new, uh, because they talked about in captain Marvel, how they were just one, tribe of scroll and they were the good scrolls, but, uh, the secret invasion will obviously be the bad scrolls that are invading. So it'll be up to, uh, fury and Talos, Ben Mendelssohn to, uh, deal with that. I hear we're getting, um, a few cameos though in this, uh, including one that's pretty cool and exciting. I can't believe it took him this long, but, uh, from agents of shield, uh,
1: uh, Daisy, uh, Quake, uh, I heard will be appearing, so that's cool. Hmm.
0: All right. I was saying I was trying to get into Disney Plus, and it wasn't letting me. But I'm in now. Uh, I meant to bring this up. Have you tackled uh, National Treasure: Edge of History yet? I've watched two episodes. Yes. Did you mention it on the show already?
3: I think so. I, I
0: don't can't remember. remember. <laughs> is yeah, any yeah, good yeah. is the whole season over with? Seems like all, all eight episodes are up.
3: Oh, are they? Um, yeah, like I said, I only watched the the two. So uh,
0: Who's the main girl?
3: Oh, I don't I don't know her from anything else. Um the only like connections I know that they have
1: to the films are, um, Nick Cage's buddy. And then, um, what's his name? The FBI agent, Harvey Keitel.
0: He's on it. So,
1: yeah. Hmm.
3: So there's two connections to the film, but, uh, far as i know i think they're missing the big one obviously
0: uh nick cage (laughs) yeah he ain't coming in well never say never he probably could (laughs) yeah
3: never say never
0: (laughs) with the stuff he's doing i'm sure (laughs) he'll come in yeah definitely never never. but oh um collecting yeah i don't i don't have anything i thought i did I know I got the box over there, everything you brought in, but I, it's under things. So <laughs> I'm still trying to clean up the studio. It is a huge mess in here after the
3: Yeah. Holidays. Honestly, I'm still a mess around here. I know you may be visiting soon, so I've been trying to clean up a little. Well,
0: yeah, gotta, I don't still, care. Well, I got somewhere to lay down. I, I don't I'm care. I'm
3: still, uh, you know, from Christmas and Jade's visit and... Still been slow to clean everything
0: up like that, <laughs> that's just the way it goes. But yeah. all right. Random recommendations. Um, yes, we will start off with movies. This is a film that came out in two thousand, and this is uh, Way of the Gun. Stars Ryan Philippe, Benicio del Toro, Juliette Lewis, Tay Diggs, Nick Cat, Jeffrey Lewis, and. A Bunch of other people, James Kahn as well. This is directed by Christopher McQuarrie. I think I say his name. Two criminal drifters get more than they bargained for after kidnapping and holding up for ransom the surrogate mother of a powerful and shady man with Tay Diggs. That's all it says. I'm reading this. This is on Stars. So if you guys uh, haven't seen Way of the Gun, I saw this. I didn't see it in the theater. I, th- I think I, someone told me to just buy Mike. He told me to watch it. I think I rented it. I think I rented it before I bought it. But this movie, it's it's a slow burn, but it, it's a really good film. I loved what was going on in this. Uh, the ending with the big shootout, I think that was really cool. And everything leading up to, uh, through this whole film. It starts off with a bang, <laughs> which I love. Uh, shout out to Sarah Silverman. She was in the very beginning. Um the the two guys, uh, 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 Benicio and Ryan Philippe were leaning against the car and the alarm went off and they were talking and Sarah Silverman was just cussing at him. Hey, get away from my car and all this and you baby fuckers or whatever the hell she was yelling at him. She was yelling all kinds of crazy stuff. And then Ryan Philippe just looked at her. Hey, why don't you tell that cunt to shut her mouth before I come over there and fuck start her head? <laughs> That's the only line I really remember in the whole film. But I was like, damn, it's going to be that kind of movie. But this movie was awesome. If you guys haven't seen Way of the Gun, uh, check it out. I thought it was an awesome film. That's streaming on Stars. Have you seen this one?
3: I have. Yeah, I saw it way
0: back when it came out. Yeah, that was the last time I saw it. I have it. I think I watched it like twice. But this movie is awesome. Check it out. All right, and I'm gonna
3: recommend something that you recently covered here on the show. So I figured instead of uh, talking about it again, uh, I just mention it here in a random recommendation. But I finally got around to seeing Emily the Criminal, Emily, Emily uh, the Criminal with uh, Aubrey Plaza, which just her being in it will uh, draw me to check out whatever it is. Just like uh, that's why I ended up checking out White Lotus this last year. So. Uh, but yeah, I finally got to check it out. It's on, uh, Netflix and yeah, it's great. Uh, hour 36, you know, I love, a, I always love a story. It's, uh, it's that, uh, breaking bad ideal, you know, good people, uh, doing a little bad.
0: <laughs> it was a good movie. I, I want to rewatch it again. I just watched it that one time when I talked about it. Um, it's a, it's just a slow drama. Wouldn't you say?
3: Yeah, but I mean it's not that slow and it's not that long. It's only an hour Uh thirty six.
0: Yeah, it flew by pretty quick. I I did enjoy that film. What was it on? Netflix. All right. All right, everyone. I am going to I just saw it where the hell I lost it. Um my track this week will be Bobby McFerrin came out in 1988, probably his biggest hit, which he doesn't play because he hates it. Uh, Don't Worry, Be Happy. Um, I remember when this song first came out uh, in 88, the summer 88 is probably when it hit the biggest with the video. The video is awesome. Shout out to Robin Williams. We love you. When we miss you. Um, I, I didn't really think I was like, this, this is stupid, but... After I saw the video and saw how much fun they were having in it, and Robin Williams is just awesome, and then it started playing on the radio constantly, and when I went to summer camp, that was like the same. Every time something bad was going on, one of the counselors, man, don't worry, be happy. It was kind of something that was getting on everyone's nerves, like shut up. And then, uh, but the song was catchy, and I I've always loved it. I didn't like it when it first came out, but as it just grew on me, uh, I love this song so. I haven't heard it in a while. I'm just going through my phone trying to look at something that uh, I haven't recommended before. But, yeah, Don't Worry, Be Happy by Bobby McFerrin. I, I really love this song. It, it, it is, man. Just with all the terrible shit that's going on in the world and maybe things that are going on in your life. Um, I know there's stuff going on in mine as well. But, say, don't worry. Be happy. Like my brother Darren used to say, man, don't worry about it. He always said that to me, no matter what, no matter when the, when the chips were down, I eh, eh, don't worry about it. When he was in the hospital. When I asked him how he was doing don't. Eh, I'll be all right. Don't worry about it. So and shout out to D, but Bobby McFerrin's don't worry. Be happy. Check it out. Cool.
3: All right. For me, um, been thinking a lot about, uh, Wakanda forever. It's about to come out here tomorrow, um, a couple hours from now here on, uh, Disney Plus, And then, uh, A week from today on Blu-ray, which is becoming (laughs) more and more extinct, I guess. Target's probably getting out of the game Uh, for years and years. All the MCU releases, I would get the Target exclusive because it just made sense. It was the store that was close to me here where I live. So it was the the one on release day I could just pick up locally and be good, good to go. But uh, it looks like those days of come to an end so if i want a special edition uh gotta go online now and we'll see how long even best buys around i don't know we'll see if uh how long they last but uh for now they're continuing with the special edition the steelbooks they got a choice though and it's uh uh, Wakanda art or Talacan art and while I feel Wakanda better represents the name of the film Wakanda Forever I like the Talacan art more so I did end up putting it in my pre-order for that today um, so my track is going to be from the Wakanda Forever soundtrack and it's uh, track 7 La Vida by Snow the Product featuring E40
1: so yeah Kinda forever, La Vida, track seven.
0: Snow the product? That's.
1: That's not. Informer. No, that's not.
0: I know that, but.
1: the hell is Snow the product? Never heard of her. Let's.
0: I am good. No, thank you. <laughs> Uh, just watching that video, and uh, that's. Uh, I'm the old fart of the show, everybody. I'm. Nah, I was like, no style. No. no.
3: Watch yourself, Playboy.
0: Uh, the E40, of course. He got all the style in the world, but whoever this, this young woman was, uh, beautiful young woman, don't get me wrong, but uh, sorry, girlfriend. Your style is not for me. But, all right, everyone. Not quite three hours, but we gave you a lot. I didn't think we'd do go this long, but uh, we did. So don't uh, – what are you sending me? Oh, man, come on. 60 bucks. What's – it's in one of those big boxes? Yep. Uh, what, is it an everywhere thing or a Walmart or what?
3: Everywhere thing, yeah.
0: Oh, so this was this uh, was my favorite part. <laughs> yeah,
3: it, so. this one I could see actually truly being quite valuable though. It's pretty nice. Uh, this is the Stranger Things season four uh, Master of Puppets Eddie and Dustin moment, and this big old box moment. The Nez was kind enough to gift me for Christmas the. The Master of Puppets Metallica set—it's that kind of big box. And in this box, it looks like it's got uh, the—they're on like the top of the busted up uh, camper, and then uh, Eddie with the guitar. Dustin looks like he's got the the speakers with him, and then there's uh, it looks like at least two or three demo bats. Because then if you look in the second picture, it says Dustin slash Eddie slash demo bats. So it looks like at least three of them are actually real figures. And then it looks like the rest might be just uh, pictures as part of the
1: box. But uh, yeah, 60 bucks. (laughs) Hmm. Looks like
0: it's worth it, though, honestly. 50 bucks for the the leather big boxes, the Run DMC, the Kiss, the Metallica one. What, I spent $200? Because <laughs> I bought two Metallica. No, I actually bought three Metallica ones. I gave one to Eric. I have one. You have one. I bought the DMC and the Kiss one why not up <laughs> <I'm gonna chill laughs> for this big box? This was my favorite scene of of that, uh, that, that season. They're killing me, man. Ugh. Right. The Metallica was a must have, and I'm glad that I have, it. I'm glad I got you one, but yeah, awesome. Love it. I'm running out of room in here. Uh, that's the only problem with these. It truly is
3: They're You can't, you really, you can't collect all of these. You just, Cannot have the space for this. It's hard enough to uh, have the space for the collection as it is. And I'm burying myself here.
0: <laughs> uh, well, you and I. <laughs> but um, I'm looking around the room, the studio right now. I, If you watch my TikTok videos, you see that big pile is behind me, other than the movies. I am going to do some rearranging because I initially started this off as just my music guys, my Metallicas, my Def Leppards and Prince and all that. I need to get a Michael at some point. I'm sure those ones are priceless now. But um, I think I'm going to take off all the the Turtles, the Warriors, and everything, and just put mainly music back here. I'll keep Duke Silver. He, he's music. Um, but <laughs> I want to put my Metallica one behind me. So... Uh, we shall see. I got plenty of organizing to do. I got junk, junk, drums, cymbals, music thing all over the place. Skateboards. Um, like I brought in my exercise bike, which just turned basically turned into a hanger of uh, clothes. So I need to, I need to get back on that thing and lose this weight. This is my year, everyone. This is the the year of Nez dropping at least 50, 60 pounds. We shall see, everyone. So wish me luck. I started that fasting thing. It was a little rough in the get-go, but I'm hopefully I'm in my little regiment. Uh, DDP Yoga, shout out to Diamond Dallas Page. Been doing that as well and riding my skateboard as much as I can. Uh, not lately because it has been freezing uh, where I'm at, especially uh, in uh, Reno. So right now it is 21 degrees where I am at and 42 where the zsu was at. And looks like you're getting more rain this weekend. Mm. Looks like we are getting snow. I was going to go down to the Bay Area, but since it's going to snow Sunday, I best not travel down there. (laughs) Because there is the East Bay Comic Con going on in Concord. And I'm like, Mike's the one that, that shot that to me. It's only on... February 5th, and that's on Sunday. I'm like, damn it, I don't want to go down there, con it all day, and then have to drive through the snow to get home. So right. that, that might be a negative for me, unless the weather changes. And I'm still hoping I can get over uh, to see you sometime this week. Um, yeah, but everyone, um, that's going to be it this episode. Uh, we just dropped a new uh, anchor, so for those of you that didn't listen to it yet, shoot on over to Anchor and listen to our 20 underrated action films that need more love, or whatever the hell that one was. That was that was a good episode. I yeah. was listening to it earlier. The part about Taxi, when you thought I was talking about the, the <laughs> Queen Latifah, Jimmy Fallon one, but then I went into something Funny. else. Uh, definitely check that out. Uh, over here on the regular network. Um, if you didn't listen to it yet, shout out to everyone that has so far. Listen to uh, the, the latest episode of ESP Skate Society. Uh, I interviewed uh, Carlos Vihil of Super Rad Design. Uh, it was a quick little interview, but it, it was awesome to talk to him. I definitely want to pick up some of his stuff. I do want to get that deck. If you've seen the picture on Instagram, the deck we were holding, that's what made me stop at his booth. It's a picture of uh, the, the Pac-Man. Pac-Man is a pizza and the Ghost are the, are the four uh, Ninja Turtles. So I want to pick up that board. So I'll definitely check that out. Um, yeah, listen to that episode. Uh, help out uh, Carlos Vill. He's a he's an artist, graphic designer. Check out his Etsy shop or go over to Big Cartel and check out. Just type in super, super Rad Design over there. And Board Pusher. I forgot to put that in the notes uh, for that episode. Uh, he's got stuff over there. Go over to boardpusher.com, that's B-O-A-R-D-P-U-S-H-E-R.com, and the search engine, just search Super Rad Design, and you will see his skateboard decks, and I think Etsy has his t-shirts and all that, but all his, uh, his decks are over on Etsy as well, but definitely check out uh, his stuff over there. There's a few decks I want to pick up, other than this uh, Pac-Man Turtles one, uh, but yeah, check out that episode. Uh, shoot on over the Facebook. Uh, follow us over there. Uh, Anchor, you already listening to Anchor. Go over to uh, uh, anchor.fm slash macnez uh, mac nez for all the uh, eSociety stuff over there. Shoot on over YouTube. just Type in eSociety and find it. And uh, we'll probably do some more hopefully soon. Uh, go over to T-Public. Pick up an eSociety t-shirt. Two designs there or a Macnez t-shirt. Ah, uh, got more stuff coming. Not sure when, but there is more designs coming. Shoot on over to Twitter. Follow us at East Society Pod, at Macnez at Theo Zisu. Instagram at East Podcast, at the the Zisu, at Macnez Pod. Follow Taylor and I's Blu-ray Pages at Blu-ray Nez, at Blu-ray Taylor. Follow us on TikTok at East Pod. I think I put two videos up on there. Two quick ones. Uh, an unboxing of uh, some vans that I picked up, and then I put up uh, one video of uh, Eric when he was playing Iron Man at the basketball game with the with the band and everything. At school, and listen to everything we got here. This was episode 279. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, if you're new to the show, welcome, welcome. Welcome, one and all. We love you all. Everyone that comments on things, thank you. Uh, We never really say this, but uh, I hear all these other podcasts talking about it. So help us out. Uh, Go on over. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, rate and review us. Say you love us. Say you hate us. But give us five stars before you write you hate us. uh, I assume it helps us do something. I don't know. Everyone's always talking about it. But, um, yeah, everyone, uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with more. Um, I found a couple more lists, so definitely check on uh, Anchor. Uh, subscribe to both channels, everything here on the regular network and everything over on Anchor. So you'll always be uh, whatever you're listening podcasts on. See if both feeds are on there. I know if you have Apple podcasts, um, both of our feed are Anchor and the regular feed is on there. And some of these other ones, I don't even. Stitcher, CastBox, Cast, Overcast, uh, Spotify only are Anchor stuff is on there. So if you're a Spotify listener, uh, subscribe to E-Society Podcast over there to listen to all the stuff we do on Anchor on there. But yeah, everything else. Um, Yeah, uh, as far as cons, I was going to go to that East Bay one, but that ain't happening. I was going to go down to Vegas for Days of the Dead. That is not happening. I didn't realize that the date is uh, February 18th. I will be in Oakland, California for uh, the Anthrax Black Label Society and Exodus show at the Fox Theater. My son and I are going to be there. So if you're going to be there, I'm wearing my E-Society shirt. So definitely come up and say what's up. Uh, Shout out to everyone that always comes up to me uh, when I have my shirts on. If you guys recognize me right on cool. Uh, We love you all. And with that, just come back next week for more. So until then, be safe out there and party on. And don't worry. Be happy. Love you all.
3: Yep. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Till next time. Have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, Be society